the opportunity to be part of this historic event. It is a true privilege to contribute to our nation's democratic process. And we're live here with the first presidential debate. This is going to be a big one. We're going to be doing some live coverage here for the pre-show. And once it gets started, we'll just let you guys listen to it and watch it. Thank um, you, and Tom then we'll and Barbara, our very much. Um, most valuable player uh, award Ooh, for this evening goes good. to Toby Co Cosgrove. We couldn't have done it without you. Thank you. One housekeeping bit for the audience. Uh, as soon as this debate is over, if you will please remain seated, you will be shown which way to exit. So what do we think is uh, going to happen tonight? Well, I think it's going to be pretty simple. That happens. I would like to now introduce Chris Wallace. The moderator huh? of this evening's Moderator's debate. Moderator's coming on. Prediction time real quick. I think Biden's going to screw up big time. And he might do better than expected or worse. It's going to be either or. I think he's going to do worse. Let's see. Oh, we can't hear Chris. Great. Off to a great start, guys. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Let's get it on. Hello. Why didn't we hear anything? Don't hear anything. All right, I guess we'll just keep doing predictions. So I think there's going to be some gaffes. There's going to be some jabs, some savage moments, some funny parts uh, by Trump. It's going to be it's going to be a brutal one for Biden, I think. I think he... I think Trump's going to try and keep pulling him off script. And when he does that, that is where that's Biden's weakness, is when he's off script. So if he keeps doing that, he's going to win. Trump's going to win. Would be nice if we had some audio here. It's the Fox stream, too. What gives? Is that Joe Biden? Oh, she's so worried. Oh no, is he gonna make it?
Good evening from the health education campus of Case Western Reserve University and the Cleveland Clinic. I'm Chris Wallace of Fox News, and I welcome you to the first of the 2020 presidential debates between President Donald J. Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. This debate is sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates. The Commission has designed the format, six roughly 15-minute segments, with two-minute answers from each candidate to the first question, then open discussion for the rest of each segment. Both campaigns have agreed to these rules. For the record, I decided the topics and the questions in each topic. I can assure you, none of the questions has been shared with the commission or the two candidates. This debate is being conducted under health and safety protocols designed by the Cleveland Clinic, which is serving as the health security advisor to the commission for all four debates. As a precaution, both campaigns have agreed the candidates will not shake hands at the beginning of tonight's debate. The audience here in the hall has promised to remain silent. No cheers, no boos, or other interruptions, so we, and more importantly you, can focus on what the candidates have to say. No noise except right now, as we welcome the Republican nominee, President Trump, and the Democratic nominee, Vice President Biden. Gentlemen, a lot of people have been waiting for this night, so let's get going. Our first subject is the Supreme Court. President Trump, you nominated Amy Coney Barrett over the weekend to succeed the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the court. You say the Constitution is clear about your obligation and the Senate's to consider a nominee to the court. Vice President Biden, you say that this is an effort by the President and Republicans to jam through an appointment and what you call an abuse of power. My first question to both of you tonight, why are you right in the argument you make and your opponent wrong, and where do you think a Justice Barrett would take the court? President Trump, in this first segment, you go first, two minutes. Thank you very much, Chris. I will tell you very simply, we won the election. Elections have consequences. We have the Senate. We have the White House. And we have a phenomenal nominee, respected by all, top, top academic, uh, good in every way, good in every way. In fact, uh, some of her biggest endorsers are very liberal people from Notre Dame and other places. So I think she's going to be fantastic. We have plenty of time. Uh, even if we did it after the election itself. I have a lot of time after the election, as you know. So I think that uh, she will be outstanding. She's going to be uh, as good as anybody that has served on that court. We really feel that. Uh, we have a professor at Notre Dame, highly respected by all, said she's the single greatest student he's ever had. He's been a professor for a long time at a great school. And uh, we just, uh, we won the election, and therefore we have the right to choose her. And very few people knowingly would say otherwise. And by the way, the Democrats, they wouldn't even think about not doing it. If they had, the only difference is to try and do it faster. There's no way they would give it up. They had Merritt Garland, but the problem is they didn't have the election, so they were stopped. And probably that would happen in reverse also. Definitely would happen in reverse. 
So we won the election, and we have the right to do it, Chris. President Trump, thank you. Um, same question to you, Vice President Biden. You have two minutes. Well, first of all, um, thank you for doing this and looking thank forward you. to this, Mr. President. Thank you, Joe. I, uh, the American people have a right to have a say in who the Supreme Court nominee is. And that say occurs when they vote for a United States senators and when they vote for the President of the United States. They're not going to get that chance now because we're in the middle of an election already. The election has already started. Tens of thousands of people have already voted. And so the thing that should happen is we should wait. We should wait and see what the outcome of this election is, because that's the only way the American people get to express their view is by who they elect as president and who they elect as vice president. Now, what's at stake here is the president's made it clear he wants to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. He's been running on that, he ran on that, and he's been governing on that. He's in the Supreme Court right now trying to get rid of uh, the, uh, the Affordable Care Act, which uh, will strip 20 million people from having insurance, health insurance now, if it, if they, if it goes into court. And, and uh, the justice, and I have nothing, I'm not opposed to the justice, she seems like a very fine person. But she's written before she went in the bench, which is her right, that she thinks that the, Affordable Care Act is not constitutional. The other thing that's on the court, and if, if, if it's struck down, what happens? Women's rights are fundamentally changed. Once again, a woman could be helped pay more money because she has a pre-existing condition of pregnancy. We were able to, they were able to charge a woman more for the same exact procedure a man did, gets. And that ended when we, in fact, passed the Affordable Care Act. And there's 100 million people who have pre-existing conditions. And they'll be taken away as well. Those pre-existing conditions, the insurance companies are going to love this. And so it's just not appropriate to do this before this election. If he wins the election and the Senate is Democrat or Republican, then it, he goes forward. If not, we should wait until February. All right. There aren't 100 million people with pre-existing conditions. As far as the say is concerned, the people already had their say. They, okay, Justice Ginsburg said very powerfully, very strongly, at some point, 10 years ago or so, she said a president and the Senate is elected for a period of time. But a president's elected for four years. We're not elected for three years. I'm not elected for three years. So we have the Senate. We have a president. He's elected to the next During election. that period of time, during that period of time, we have an opening. I'm not elected for three years. I'm elected for four years. The and the 100 million started. people, Joe, the 100 million people is totally wrong. I don't know where you got that number. The bigger problem that you have is that you're going to extinguish 180 million people with their private health care, that they're very That's happy That's simply with. not true. Well, you're certainly no, going, to you're going to this, socialist. You're going to socialist. We're now into, gentlemen, we're now into open discussion. Open discussion. Open discussion. Yes, I agree. Go ahead, Vice President. Number Biden. one, uh, he, he knows that uh, what I proposed. What I proposed is that uh, we expand Obamacare and we increase it. We do not wipe any, and one of the big debates we had with 23 of my colleagues trying to win the nomination that I won, were saying that Biden wanted to allow people to have private insurance still. They can, they do, they will under my proposal. It's not what you've said, but and it's not what your party is, has said. That is simply Your party a lie. doesn't say it. Your party wants simple. to go socialist medicine my party is and me. socialist right healthcare. Right now, I am and the Democratic And they're gonna dominate party. you, Joe, you know that. I am the Democratic Party right now. The platform of the Democratic Party Harris. is what I, in fact, approved of, what I approved of. Now, here's the deal.
The deal is that it's going to wipe out pre-existing conditions. And by the way, the 20, the 200 million, the 200,000 people that have died on his watch, how many of those have survived? Well, there's 7 million people that contracted COVID. What does it mean for them going forward if you strike down the Affordable Care Act? And Joe, you've had 308,000 military people dying because you couldn't provide them proper health care in the military. So don't tell me I'm about this. I'm happy to talk about this. And if you were here, you, Look, it wouldn't be deal. 200. It would be 2 million people because you were very late on the draw. You late didn't want me draw. to ban China, which was heavily infected. You didn't want me to ban All right, we're, gentlemen, Europe, we're, we're, which no, was heavily infected. Uh, you would Mr. have been President, much later, Joe. Mr. President, much later. Mr. President. You're talking about 2 million people. You're Mr. not President, as a moderator, <laughs> we are going to talk about COVID in the next segment, but, but go ahead. Let me finish. The point is that the president also is opposed to Roe v. Wade. That's on the ballot as well in the court, in the court. And so that's also at stake right now. And so the election is all You don't know it's begun. on the ballot. I, Why is it on the ballot? Because, because Why is you it on the ballot? It's not on the ballot. It's on the ballot in the I court. I don't think so. In the court. Well, There's nothing happening there. Donald, would you and just you don't know her me? view on Roe v. Wade. You I don't, don't know her know. view. Well, all right. Let's, all right. Let's talk. I would, we got a lot to unpack here, gentlemen. We got a lot of time. So, <laughs> uh, on health care, and then we'll come back to Roe v. Wade. All right. Mr. President, the Supreme Court will hear a case a week after the election in which the Trump administration, along with 18 state attorneys general, are seeking to overturn That's right. Obamacare, to end Obamacare. You have spent the last... Because they want to give I, good health care. If, if I may ask my question, sir. Good health care. Over uh, the last four years, you have promised to repeal and replace Obamacare, but you have never in these four years come up with a plan, a comprehensive plan to I replace have. Obamacare. Of course I have. Well, I'll I got rid of the individual mandate. Excuse me. I got rid of the individual mandate, which was a big chunk a of Obama. That is absolutely a big thing. That was that, the worst I, I part of Obamacare. Chris, You're that was the worst him, part me. of Obamacare. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, 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 the individual no, I, mandate was the most unpopular aspect of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'd like and you we to, will protect Mr. people President, with I'm the moderator of this debate, and I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer your question. You, in the course of these four years, have never come up with a comprehensive plan to replace Obamacare. And just this last Thursday, you signed a largely symbolic executive order to protect people with pre-existing conditions five days before this debate. So my question, sir, is what is the Trump health care plan? First of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him, but that's okay. I'm not surprised. Let me just tell you something, that <laughs> there's nothing symbolic. I'm cutting drug prices. I'm going with favored nations, which no president has the courage to do because you're going against big pharma. Cut. Drug prices will be coming down 80 or 90 percent. You could have done it during your 47-year period in government, but you didn't do it. <laughs> Nobody's done it. So we're cutting health care. All of the things condition. that we've done, insulin. I give you an example, insulin. It's going to, it was destroying families, destroying people, the cost. I'm getting it for so cheap. It's like water, you want to know the truth. So cheap. Take a look at all of the drugs that what we're doing, prescription drug prices. We're going to allow our governors now to go to other countries to buy drugs okay. because when they fact, pay just a I, tiny fraction. As I say, this is open discussion. No, let but me this ask is you big, about, let me, this you'll is be happy, big stuff. Sir, you'll be happy. I'm about to pick up on one of your points to ask the vice president, which is he points out that you would like to add a public option 
to Obamacare and yes. the argument that he makes and other Republicans make is that that is going to end private insurance. It is and not. Will, if I'm I sorry. ask you the question, it will not end. What your party says, by the way. It will end private insurance and create a government takeover of health care. It does not. It's only that. for those people who are so poor they qualify for Medicaid. They can get that free in most states, except governors who want to deny people who are poor Medicaid. Anyone who qualifies for Medicare would, excuse me, Medicaid would automatically be enrolled in the public option. The vast majority of the American people would still not be in that option, number one. Joe, you agreed with Bernie number, Sanders, I, who's I, far I left, on the manifesto, we you, call it. And that gives you socialized medicine. Look, hey, Are I'm, you I'm saying not going to listen to him. The fact of the matter is, I beat Bernie Sanders. Not by I'm, much. I, I beat him a whole hell of a lot. I'm not here, I'm here standing facing Pocahontas you all, buddy. would have left well, two days early. You, you would have lost every primary all he knows how to on do Super is Tuesday. You got Look, very lucky. there's a deal. I got very lucky. I'm going to get very lucky tonight as well. And tonight I'm going With to make what? sure, because here's the deal. Here's the deal. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I just agree. want to make sure. Joe, you're the liar. I, 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 I want to make sure. You graduated last in your class, I, not first in your I, class. I, <laughs> I want to make Mr. sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? No, he doesn't know how to do that. He has, You'd you know, surprised. you, you picked the ahead, wrong Joe. guy, oh, the wrong night oh. at the wrong time. Listen, you agreed with Here's Bernie Sanders to the manifesto. The whole idea, let, let him, there him. is no manifesto, number Please one. Please let him speak, Mr. Number President. Number two. You just lost the left. Number two. I, I, you just lost the left. You agreed with Bernie Sanders on a plan how, uh, folks, that's absolutely agreed folks, to. Folks, do you have any idea plan, what this clown's doing? You have any do? Socialized medicine. Mr. President. i tell you what. He is not for any help for people needing health care because his Bernie? because he, in fact, already has cost 10 million people their health care that they had from their employers because of his recession. Number one. Number oh, two, oh, yeah, yeah. there are 20 million people getting health care through Obamacare now that he wants to take it away. He won't ever look you in the eye and say that's what he wants to do. Take it away. No, I want to give Number him better health care at a much lower price but, because Obamacare is no good. He doesn't know how. He doesn't know how to do that. Fixed it. He has never I've offered a plan. Fixed it to an extent. He has Obamacare, never done a single thing. As you might thing. know, but probably don't. Obamacare Gentlemen, you realize no if you're good, both Joe. speaking at the it's same no, time, and it's too expensive. Let, let, let the president go ahead, sir. Obamacare is no good. We made it better, and I had a choice to make very early on. We took away the individual mandate. We guarantee pre-existing conditions, but took away the individual mandate. Listen, this is the way it is. <laughs> and that destroyed that. They shouldn't even call it Obamacare. Then I had a choice to make. Do I let my people run it really well or badly? Yeah. If I run it badly, they'll probably blame him, but they'll blame me. But more importantly, I want to help people. OK, I said, you got to run it so well. That's what and I just for. had a meeting with them. They said the problem is no matter how well you run Obamacare, it's a disaster. It's too expensive. Okay. Premiums are too it. high, that's and it doesn't work. That's so we we do want to get rid of it. Chris, we want to get rid of it. I understand it, sir, but I have to I have to give you roughly good. equal time. Good. Please let the vice president talk. Good. He has no plan for health care. Of course, we do. Sends, please. He sends out wishful thinking. He has executive orders that have no power. He hasn't lowered drug costs for anybody. He's been promising a health care plan since he got elected. He has none, like almost everything else he talks about. He does not have a plan. He doesn't have a plan. And the fact is, this man doesn't know what he's talking about. All right. He's I, have one, I have one final question for you, sure. 
uh, Mr. Vice President, if Senate Republicans, we were talking originally about the Supreme Court here, if Senate Republicans go ahead and confirm Justice Barrett, uh, there has been talk about ending the filibuster or even packing the court, adding to the nine justices there. You call this a distraction by the president, but in fact, it wasn't brought up by the president. It was brought up by some of your Democratic colleagues in, well, the, saying, in the Congress. So my question to you is, you have refused in the past to talk about it. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster or packing the court? Whatever position I take on that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how you strongly you feel. Let, vote now. Are you going to pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know your senator. I'm not going to answer the question Why because, you answer that because question? the you question is the question is the question is the question is who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so list? right, gentlemen. Is, I think this we've is ended so this. He's going to pack the court. We have end, oh, no, no. Not give a list. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? <laughs> Keep yapping, man. The people understand, Joe. <laughs> they should. Forty-seven do. years, you've yeah. done nothing. They understand. Oh, okay. All right. The second subject <laughs> is COVID-19, which is an awfully serious subject. So. Let's try to be serious about it. We have had more than 7 million cases of coronavirus in the United States, and more than 200,000 people have died. Even after we produce a vaccine, experts say that it could be months or even years before we come back to anything approaching normal. My question for both of you is, based on what you have said and done so far, and what you have said you would do starting in 2021, why should the American people trust you more than your opponent to deal with this public health crisis going forward? In this case, the question goes to you first, sir. Two minutes uninterrupted. Good luck. 200,000 dead. As you said, over 7 million infected in the United States. We, in fact, have 5%, 4% of the world's population, 20% of the deaths. 40,000 people a day are contracting COVID. In addition to that, about between 750 and 1,000 people a day are dying. When he was presented with that number, he said, it is what it is. Well, it is what it is because you are who you are. That's why it is. The president has no plan. He hasn't laid out anything. He knew all the way back in February how serious this crisis was. He knew it was a deadly disease. What did he do? He's on tape as acknowledging he knew it. He said he didn't tell us or give people a warning of it because he didn't want to panic the American people. You don't panic. He panicked. In addition to that, what did he do? He went in and he, we were insisting that the Chinese, the, the people we had on the ground in China should be able to go to Wuhan and determine for themselves how dangerous this was. He did not even ask Xi to do that. He told us what a great job Xi was doing. He said we owe him a debt of gratitude for being so transparent with us. And what did he do then? He then did nothing. He, he waited and waited and waited. He still doesn't have a plan. Whoa. I laid out Sir, back in March exactly so, so what wrong. we should be doing. And I laid out again in July what we should be doing. We should be providing all the protective gear possible. We should be providing the money the House has passed in order to be able to go out and get 
people the help they need to keep their businesses open. Open schools that cost a lot of money. You should get out of your bunker and get out of the sand trap and get in, in your golf course and go in the Oval Office and bring together the Democrats and Republicans and fund what needs to be done now to save lives. So if wait, we wait, would have listened wait, to wait, you. Wait, you have two minutes, sir. If we would have listened to you, the country would have been left wide open. Millions of people would have died, not 200,000. And one person is too much. It's China's fault. It should have never happened. They stopped it from going in, but it was China's fault. And by the way, when you talk about numbers, you don't know how many people died in China. You don't know how many people died in Russia. You don't know how many people died in India. They don't exactly give you a straight count, just so you understand. But if you look at what we've done, I closed it, and you said he's xenophobic. He's a racist, and he's xenophobic. Because you it's didn't think I should have closed our country. Wait, Wait a minute. It says two minutes. You didn't think we should have closed our country because you thought it was too, it was terrible. You wouldn't have closed it for another two months. By my doing it early, in fact, Dr. Fauci said, President Trump saved thousands of lives. Many of you, a Democrat governor, said, President Trump did a phenomenal job. We worked with the governor. Oh, really? Go take a look. The governors said I did a phenomenal job. Most of them said that. In fact, people that would not be necessarily on my side said that. President Trump did a phenomenal job. We did. We got the gowns. We got the masks. We made the ventilators. You wouldn't have made ventilators. And now we're weeks away from a vaccine. We're doing therapeutics already. Fewer people are dying when they get sick. Far fewer people are dying. We've done a great job. The only thing I haven't done a good job, and that's because of the fake news. No matter what you say to them, they give you bad press on it. It's just fake news. They give you good press. They give me bad press because that's the way it is, unfortunately. But let me just tell you something. I don't care. I've gotten used to it. But I'll tell you, Joe, you could never have done the job that we did. You don't have it in your blood. You could have never done that job. I know how to do the job. I know how to get the job done. Well, you done. didn't do very well in swine flu. H1N1, you were a disaster. Your own chief 14, of staff said 000, you were a disaster. 14,000 people died, not 200,000. There was a no very, economic wait, wait, recession. Like, sir, you made a, there was, right now, there was no recession. You made a point. Let him answer it. And there was no one, there's no, we didn't shut down the economy. This is his economy that's being, he shut down. The reason it's shut down is because, look, you folks at home, how many of you got up this morning and had an empty chair at the kitchen table because someone died of COVID? How many of you were in a situation where you lost your mom or dad and you couldn't even speak to them? You had a nurse holding a phone up so you could, in fact, say goodbye. You would have lost far How more many people. people. Far that more is, people. And you would have been And by the way, your own, you his, his, own, me, his own CDC director says we could lose as many as another 200,000 people between now and the end of the year. And he held up. He said, if we just wear a mask, we can save half those numbers. Just, just a mask. And by the way, in terms of the, the whole notion of a vaccine, we're for a vaccine, but we, I don't trust him at all, nor do you. I know you don't. What we trust is a scientist. You don't we trust, trust Dr. Johnson Fauci. Johnson, Pfizer. We, 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 and okay, by the way, gentlemen, and gentlemen let, me, let me move on to questions about the future, because you both have touched on one of the two of the questions I'm going to ask. Uh, t focusing on the future first, President Trump, you have repeatedly either contradicted or been at odds with some of your government's own top scientists. The week before last, the head of the Centers for Disease Control, Dr. Redfield, said it would be summer before the vaccine would become generally available to the public. You said that he was confused and mistaken. Those were your two words. Yeah. But Dr. Slowey, the head of your Operation Warp Speed, 
has said exactly the same thing. Are they both wrong? Well, I've spoken to the companies, and we can have it a lot sooner. It's a very political thing, because people like this would rather make it political than save lives. God. It is a very political thing. I've spoken to Pfizer. I've spoken to all of the people that you have to speak to. We have great Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and others. They can go faster than that by a lot. Become very political because the left, or I don't know if so, I call so them left. I don't know what I call. So you're the head of your operation, Warp Speed, Dr. Smiley. I disagree with him. Yeah, no, I disagree with both of them. And he didn't say that. He said it could be there, but it could also be much sooner. I had him in my office two he days talked, ago. He talked about the summer, sir, before it's generally available. Just like he Dr. said, Red it's Red a possibility that we'll have the answer before November 1st. It could I'm, also I'm be after that. It's generally available. It, not well, we're going to deliver it right away. We have the military all set up. Logistically, they're all set up. We have our military that delivers soldiers, and they can do 200,000 a day. They're going to be this delivering. This is the same us. man it's who all told set you up. by Easter this had be gone away. By the warm weather, it'd be gone. Miraculous. Like a miracle. And by the way, maybe you could inject some bleach in your arm, and that would take care of it. This is the that same man. That was said sarcastically, you seem, know that. I, that I, was said sarcastically. And so here's the deal. This man is talking about a vaccine. Every serious... Every serious company is talking about maybe having a vaccine done by the end of the year. But the distribution of that vaccine will not occur until sometime beginning or the middle of next year to get it out, if we get the vaccine. And pray God we will. Pray God we Mr. will. Mr. Vice President, I want to pick up, though, You'll have on the that. vaccine I, I, sooner I want to pick that. up on this question, though. You say the public can trust the scientists, but they can't trust President Trump. In fact, you said that again tonight. Your running mate, Senator Harris, goes further saying the public health experts, quote, will be muzzled, will be suppressed. Given the fact that polls already show that people are concerned about the vaccine and are reluctant to take it, are you and your running mate, Senator Harris, contributing to that fear? No more than the question you just asked him. You pointed out he puts pressure and disagrees with his own scientists. But you're saying Everybody you can't, or knows, Senator and, Harris is saying no, you can't trust the scientists. No, well, no, no, you can't trust the scientists. He didn't, she didn't say that. You can't she, trust She this. said the public health experts, quote, will be muzzled, will yes. be suppressed. Well, that's what he's going to try to do. But there's millions of scientists. There's thousands of scientists out there, like here at this great hospital, that don't work for him. Their job doesn't depend on him. That's not – they're the people – and by I the way – to the scientists doctors, that are in charge. By the way – They will have the vaccine very soon. Does, Let him do you believe for a moment – what he's telling you, in light of all the lies he's told you about the whole issue relating to COVID, he still hasn't even acknowledged that he knew this was happening, knew how dangerous it was going to be back in February, and he didn't even tell you. He's on record as saying it. He panicked or he just looked at the stock market, one of the two, because guess what? A lot of people died, and a lot more are going to die unless he gets a lot smarter, a lot quicker. So, Mr. President? Did you use the word smart? Uh, so you said you went to Delaware State, but you forgot the name of your college. You didn't <laughs> go to Delaware so. State. You graduated either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Don't ever use that word. Oh, give me a break. Because you know what? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. 47 years, you've done well, nothing. Let's have this debate. And if we'll you would have had – let me just tell you something, Joe. No, if you would have had the charge of what I was put through. I had to close the greatest economy in the history of our country. And by the way, now it's being built again. You see, and it's we're going, going to get up to fast. the economy in the next segment, sir. Okay. It's going up fast. Okay. Forward to I, when it comes to how the virus has been handled so far, 
the two of you have taken very different approaches, and this is going to affect how the virus is handled going forward by whichever of you ends up becoming the next president. I want to quickly go through several of those. Reopenings. Vice President Biden, you have been much more reluctant than President Trump about reopening the economy and schools. Why, sir? Because he doesn't have a plan. If I were running, I'd know how, what the plan is. You've got to provide these businesses the ability to have the money to be able to reopen with the PPE as well as with the sanitation they need. You have to provide Tell them that to plastic. Nancy Pelosi. To, to, well, he's just shush for a minute. Tell it to yeah, Nancy no, Pelosi and, and Schumer, by Brian the way, Chuck. Nancy Pelosi and Schumer, they have a plan. He uh -huh. won't even meet with them. The Republicans won't meet them okay. in the Senate. And he, and he sits he sits on his golf course. And, I mean, nah. literally, okay. think about it. You probably right, play more than it. I do, Jim. Uh, uh, oh. What about this question <laughs> of reopenings and the fact... Well, he wants to shut down this country. Oh. And I want to keep it open. And we you did get, a great thing by shutting it down. Shut it down. Wait a minute, Jim. Let, let, let me shut her. you down for a second, Joe, just for one second. <laughs> we want to... He wants to shut down the country. We just went through it. We had to, because we didn't know anything about the disease. Now we found that elderly people with heart problems and uh, diabetes and different problems are very, very vulnerable. We learned a lot. Young children aren't. Uh, even younger people aren't. We've learned a lot. But he wants to shut it down. More people will be hurt by continuing. If you look at Pennsylvania, if you look at certain states that have been shut down, they have Democrat governors all. One of the reasons they're shut down is because they want to keep it shut down until after the election okay. on yeah. November 3rd. I want to move on to another because subject. It's a political I want to move on to another subject. Those, I want to move, but those states, those states are not subject. doing well that are shut I've, down right got now. To respond uh, to that. President Trump, you have country. begun to increasingly question the effectiveness of masks as a disease preventer. And in fact, recently you have cited the, the issue of, of waiters touching their masks and touching plates. Are you questioning no, the, I think the, the masks efficacy are okay. of, of You have masks? to understand, if you look, I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on, you know, when I think I need it. Tonight, as an example, everybody's had a test and you've had social distancing and all of the things that you have to, but I Just wear like masks when needed. When needed, I wear masks. Okay, let me ask. I don't have, to, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from it, he shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. I will, <laughs> Vice, say, Vice, I will uh, say this. Vice President Biden, go ahead, sir. Look, the way to open businesses is give them the wherewithal to be able to open. We provided money. The Congress but I was asking you, sir, about masks. Well, masks mask make a big difference. His own head of the CDC said if we just wore masks between now, if there, everybody wore masks in social distance between now and January, we'd probably save up to 100,000 lives. It matters. And they've also it said matters. the opposite. They've and also said no, the opposite. no serious person said the opposite. They've no well, look, serious person. Right, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci said the he opposite. He did not I, say I the opposite. We got he a said very strongly, more than a minute left in this masks segment. are not good. Then he changed his mind. He said masks are good. I, I I'm okay ask, with masks. I'm I want to ask you both masks. about one last subject, because your different approaches has even affected the way that you have campaigned. Uh, President Trump, you're holding large rallies with crowds packed together, thousands of people. Outside. Outside, yes, sir. Agreed. Uh, Vice President Biden, you are holding much smaller uh, events with... Because nobody will show up. People with... What's well, true. <laughs> nobody shows up to his okay. rallies. All right. In any case, why you holding the big rallies? Why you not? You go first, sir. Because people want to hear what I have to say. I mean, but are you I'm not worried a great about job a as a president, and I'll have 25, 35,000 people show up at airports. We use airports. Are you not hangers, worried about the disease issue, sir? 
Well, so far, we have had no problem whatsoever. It's outside. That's a big difference, according to the experts. And we do them outside. We have tremendous crowds, as you see. I mean, every and, and literally on 24 hours notice. And Joe does the circles and has three people someplace. Okay. Uh, by the way, did that, you, that, did, did you that, see the, one of the last big rallies he had? And a reporter came up to him to ask him a question. He said, no, no, no. Stand back. Put on your mask. Put on a mask. Have you been tested? I'm way, I'm way far away from those other people. That's what he said. I can't. I, I'm going to be okay. He's not worried about you. He's not worried about the people out there breathing in one another. We've had no negative effect. No, no negative, negative effect. effect. We've Come had on. no negative effect. And we've well, had 35, 40,000 right. people in these rallies. Just yes. quickly finish yeah. up because I want to move on to our next Yes, one. I would. He's been totally irresponsible the way in which he has handled the, the social distancing and people wearing masks, basically encouraged them not to. All right. Ben, he's a fool on this. If you could get the crowds, you would have done the same thing. But you can't. Nobody cares. Gentlemen, can we move on Nobody to the economy? Gentlemen, can we move on to the economy? Yes. The economy is, I think it's fair to say, recovering faster than expected from the shutdown. Much this, faster. In the second quarter, the unemployment rate fell to 8.4% last month. The Federal Reserve says the hit to, to growth, which is going to be there, is not going to be nearly as big as they had expected. President Trump, you say we are in a V-shaped recovery. Uh, Vice President Biden, you say it's more of a K-shape. What difference does that mean to the American people in terms of the economy? President Trump, in this segment, you go first. So we built the greatest economy in history. We closed it down because of the China plague. When the plague came in, we closed it down, which was very hard psychologically to do. He didn't think we should close it down, and he was wrong. And again, two million people would be dead now instead of still 204,000 people is too much. One person is too much. Should have never happened from China. But what happened is we closed it down and now we're reopening and we're doing record business. We had 10.4 million people in a four month period that we've put back into the workforce. That's a record the likes of which nobody's ever seen before. And he wants to close down the he will shut it down again. He will destroy this country. You know, a lot of people between drugs and alcohol and depression, when you start shutting it down, you take a look at what's happening at some of your Democrat run states where they have these tough shutdowns. And I'm telling you, it's because they don't want to open it. One of them came out last week. You saw that. Oh, we're going to open up on November 9th. Why November 9th? Because it's after the election. They think they're hurting us by keeping them closed. They're hurting people. People know what to do. They can social distance. They can wash the hands. They can wear masks. They can do whatever they want. But they got to open these states up. When you look at North Carolina, when you look and these governors are under siege, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and a couple of others, you got to open these states up. It's not fair. You're talking about almost it's like being in prison. And you look at what's going on with divorce. Look at what's going on with alcoholism and drugs. It's a very, very sad thing. And he'll close down the whole country. This guy will close down the whole country and destroy our country. Our country is coming back incredibly well, setting records as it does it. We don't need somebody to come in and say, let's shut it down. All right. Your two minutes, sir. We're now moved to you. As I, as I said, posing the question, the president says it's a V-shaped recovery. You say it's a K-shaped recovery. What's the difference? The difference is millionaires and billionaires like him in the middle of the COVID crisis have done very well. Another billionaires have made another $300 billion because of his profligate tax proposal, and he only focused on the market. But you folks at home, 
You folks living in Scranton and Claymont and all the small towns and working class towns in America, how well are you doing? This guy paid well, a total of $750 in taxes. Sir, sir, wait, wait, no. Sir, it's just wrong state. No, I understand. Sir. You've agreed to the two minutes, so please let him have it. Do I get my time back? The fact is that he has, in fact, worked on this in a way that he's going to be the first president of the United States to leave office having fewer jobs in his administration than when he became president. Fewer jobs than when he became president. First one in American history. Secondly, the people who have lost their jobs are those people who have been on the front lines, those people who have been saving our lives, those people who have been out there dying, people who have been putting themselves in the way to make sure that we could all try to make it. And the idea that he is insisting that we go forward and open when you have almost half the states in America with a significant increase in COVID deaths and COVID cases in the United States of America. And he wants to open it up more. Why does he want to open it up? Why doesn't he take care of the America? You can't fix the economy until you fix the COVID crisis. And he has no intention of doing anything about making it better for you all at home in terms of your health and your safety. Schools, why aren't schools open? Because it costs a lot of money to open them safely. You know, they, they were going to give, his administration was going to give the teachers and school students masks. And then they decided, no, couldn't do that because it's not a national emergency. Not a national emergency. They've done nothing to help small businesses. Nothing. They're closing. One in six is now gone. He ought to get on the job and take care of the needs of the American people so we can open safely. All right. Your time is up, sir. Well, we are going to get to the... I have gonna, to respond to that. Well, you both had two minutes, sir. Excuse me. He made a statement. I, so did you. People want their schools... No, people want their schools open. They don't want to be shut down. They don't want their state shut down. They want their restaurants. I look at New York. It's so sad what's happening in New York. It's almost like a ghost town. And I'm not sure it can ever recover what they've done in New York. People want their places open. They want to get back to their lives. People They'll want be to careful, be safe. but they want their schools open. Okay. I'm the one safe. that brought back football. By the way, I brought back Big Ten <laughs> football. It was me, and it, I'm very happy to do it. And <laughs> All right, the people of Ohio are very proud of me. And you know we're how get I found out when it took Gentlemen, we're going to get to your economic plans going forward in a moment. But first, Mr. President, as you well know, there's a new report that in 2016, the year you were elected president, and 2017, your first year as president, that you paid $750 a year in federal income tax each of those years. I know that you pay a lot of other taxes, but I'm asking you the specific question. Is it true that you paid $750 in federal income taxes each of those two years? I paid millions of dollars in taxes, millions of dollars of income tax. And let me just tell you, there was a story in one of the papers. Show I paid, I paid $38 million one year. I paid $27 million Show us your tax year. returns. I went. Uh, you'll see it as soon as it's finished. You'll see it. You know, oh. if you want to do, go to the Board of Elections. There's a 118-page or so report that says everything I have, every bank I have, I'm totally under leveraged because the assets are extremely I good. And we have a very, we have a, we, I built Sir, a great I'm asking company. you a specific question, which but is. let me tell you. I, I understand all of that. I, I understand all of that. But, but let me. No, Mr. President. Go ahead. I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions in, of dollars. So yes. not seven hundred Millions of dollars. And you'll get to see I, it. I, and you'll get to when? see it. But in let me Shala? just tell you. Chris, let me just tell you something that. 
It was the tax laws. I don't want to pay tax. Be before I came here, I was a private developer. I was a private business people. Like every other private person, unless they're stupid, they go through the laws, and that's what it is. He passed a tax bill that gave us all these privileges for depreciation and for uh, tax credits. We build the building and we get tax credits, like the hotel on Pennsylvania Avenue. You get okay. a massive, which, by the way, was given to me by the Obama administration, if you can believe that. Now, the man got fired yeah, no, 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 right no. after that happened. But Vice that's President all. Biden, you want to respond? Yeah, I do want to respond. Look, the tax code that made him put him in a position that he pays less tax than a school teacher make on the money a school teacher makes is because of him take he says he's smart because he can take advantage of the tax code and he does take advantage of the tax code that's why i'm going to eliminate the trump tax cuts and we're going to i'm going to eliminate those tax okay. cuts and make sure that we invest in the people who in fact need the help People out there need help. But why didn't I you do it over 20, uh, the no, last no, no, 25 wait, no, years? Because you weren't president. Because you weren't president screwing things up. You were a senator. And You're by the, the worst way, you president vice, America has ever had. Hey, hey Come Joe, on. Let, me, let me just tell you, Joe. I've done more in in 47 months. I've done more than you've done in 47 years, Joe. We've done things that you never even thought of doing, okay. including Gentlemen, fixing the broken military that you gave me, let's, including let's, taking care of we're your talking, vets. Mr. President, we're talking about the economy. I'd like to ask you about your plans going forward, because, uh, Mr. Vice President, your economic plan, if you were to be yes, elected sir. president, uh, focuses a lot on big government, big taxes, big spending. I want to focus first on the taxes. You propose more than $4 trillion over a decade in new taxes, on individuals making more than $400,000 a year and on corporations. President Trump says that that kind of an increase in taxes is going to hurt the economy as it's just coming out of a recession. Well, just take a look at what as the, the analysis has been done by Wall Street firms. Points out that my, my economic plan would create 7 million more jobs than his in four years, number one. And number two, it would create an additional $1 trillion in economic growth because it would be about buying American, that we have to, we're going to make this federal government spend $600 billion a year on everything from ships to steel to buildings and the like. And under my proposal, we're going to make sure that every penny of that has to be made by a company But, but respectfully, in sir, I'm talking about taxes, not spending. Oh, well, by the way, I'm going to eliminate significant number of the tax. I'm going to make the, the, the corporate tax 28 percent. It shouldn't be 21 percent. You have 19 company, 91 companies, federal, I mean, in the Fortune 500, who don't pay a single penny in tax, making billions of dollars. Why didn't you do it billions before of when you were vice president because, with Obama? Because you, in fact, passed that. That was right. your tax it, proposal. I got it done. And you know what happened? Yeah, you got it done. Our economy boomed and like the, it's never and boomed. The economy well, is busted. President, let, let me finish. Wait, no, let me, Mr. President, let me pick up on that. You would continue your free market approach, lower taxes, more deregulation, correct? Not lower taxes for the American people. But, but, but let me, Excuse me. But in, but in Obama's, you talk about the economy booming, it turns out that in Obama's final three years as president, more jobs were created, a million and a half more jobs that in the first three years of your presidency. They had the slowest recovery since 19, uh. economic recovery since 1929. It was the slowest recovery. Also, they took over something that was down here. All you had to do is turn on the lights and you pick up a lot. But they had the what slowest economic recovery since 1929. Let me tell you about the stock market. 
When the stock market goes up, that means jobs. It also means 401ks. If you got in, if you ever became president with your ideas, you want to terminate my tax, my taxes, I, I'll tell you what, you'll lose half of the companies that have poured in here will leave, and plenty Half of companies, of companies that are already here, they'll leave for other places. Have they will leave, here. and you will have a I depression mean, the that, likes that, that, of which you've never seen. Look, Mr. we Vice inherited Trump. the worst recession short of a depression in American history. I was asked to bring it back. We were able to have an economic recovery that created the jobs you're talking about. We handed him a booming economy. He blew it. It wasn't he booming. He blew it. Wasn't it wasn't booming. It was, was, a, it was the weakest the, well, recovery sir, since to, Wait, wait. Is it, fair to, is it fair to say he blew it when, in when fact, there was, re no. when there was record un low unemployment yeah. before COVID? Yeah, but, but because what he did, even before COVID, manufacturing went in the hole. Manufacturing went in the hole. Excuse number me, one. Chris. Wait. Number two. Chris. Number three. They said they, it would take. They, no, you were number two. No. Chris, Chris. They said it would this take guy, a miracle sorry. to bring back manufacturing. I brought back 700,000 jobs. They brought back nothing. They gave up on manufacturing. We Part did of not my standard fare. I'm the guy that he brought totally back gave the automobile up on manufacturing. Right, let him we brought back, I was asked to bring back Chrysler and General Motors. We brought them back right here in the state of Ohio and Michigan. He blew it. They're gone. He blew it. And in fact, they're going. Ohio had the best year it's ever had last year. Michigan yeah. had the best year they've ever had. That is not Many true. Many car companies came in from Germany, from Japan, not, went to Michigan, no, went to Ohio. They're not having And Mr. they didn't Vice, come wait, in wait, with wait, you. Mr. Vice President, go ahead. And so you take a look at what he's actually done. He's done very little. His trade deals are the same way. He talks about these great trade deals. You know, he talks about the art of the deal. China's made perfected the art of the steel. We have a higher deficit with China now than we did before. We have the highest deficit, trade deficit China with Mexico. Your lunch, All right, eight eight percent. In, in, China in, ate your lunch, uh, Joe. And no wonder okay. your son goes in and he takes out what he takes out billions uh, of dollars, takes out billions of dollars to manage. He makes millions of dollars. And also, while we're at true. it, why is it just out of curiosity? The mayor of Moscow's wife gave your son three and a half million dollars. What did he true. do to deserve it? That what did he do with Barista to deserve $183,000? None of that is true. Not an answer. None of that is true. Oh, really? Totally he didn't give three and a half million? Mr. President, it's totally, Mr. President, please. Totally discredited. Totally discredited. And by the way... Well, wait, he didn't get three no, and a no. half million dollars, Joe? Mr. Vice He got three Mr. and a half million dollars. That is not true. Oh, really? Mr. Oh. President, but, Mr. You, it's, a, it's an open discussion, please. Now, you, you, it's a fact. Well, there's, you there's have raised an issue. Let the been totally Vice President answer. Discredited. Did Barista was a pay him 183000 a month what, what, with what, no what, experience what, in energy? Mr. Look, President, no my son did nothing wrong at Barista. I think he did. Mr. President, let him answer. He doesn't want to let me answer because he knows I have the truth. His, his position has been totally, thoroughly discredited. By who? The media. By everybody. Well, by the, by media, the media, by our allies, by the World Bank, by, e by everyone has discredited. As a matter of Dude, fact, I, matter of fact, Mr. even President, the people who testified under oath. So let under me ask oath. you this, Andrew, No, no, oath. go ahead, Mr. Every, I'm listening to you. People under, he got three and a half million dollars from Moscow. Te he testified under oath, and his administration said, I did my job, and I did it very well. Oh, really? I did it I'd honorably. Like to know who they are. Every, well, I'll give you the list I'll of the people them. who testified. No, no, go ahead, sir. Sure, you, they, you've already fired most of them because they did some a good job. Some people don't well, do a good here's job. With you, go ahead. You get the wait a minute. You get the final word, Mr. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. Excuse me. This, hey, hey this let me person. just say to you. No, no, no. I'm no. Mr. President. Three and a half million, Joe. 
That is simply Why did not he true. deserve three and a half million it from did, Moscow? Look, here's the deal. We want to talk about families and ethics. I don't want to do that. I mean, his family, we could talk about all night. His family's my already... Family no, 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 my family already lost wrote. a fortune by coming down and helping us with governance. And that's such a... That's such a great... single one of them lost This is not about my family or his family. It's about your family. They the American people. He doesn't... That's not true. It doesn't want to talk about what you need. You, the American people. It's about you. That's what we're talking about here. All right, that's the, end of the, here. that's the end of the Shouldn't segment. We're, mo money. we're moving on. He didn't take them. Well, Vice President, Chris, no. I, can I be honest? It's a very important try question. Try to be honest. No, he I, I stood agree. up. No, stood I, I, the answer to the question is no. Ukraine. No, I, sir. With a billion dollars, if you don't get rid of the Ukraine. You know what? You're wait, not stop. true. You're doing it. You're going to have. true. Gentlemen. I hate to raise my voice, but I see it seems to be. Why shouldn't I be different than the two of you? So here's the deal. Good point. We have. Five, six segments. We have ended that segment. We're going to go to the next segment. In that segment, you each are going to have two uninterrupted moments. In those two interrupted minutes, Mr. President, you can say anything you want. I'm going to ask a question about race, but if you want to answer about something else, go ahead. But we, we, I think that the country would be better served if we allowed both people to speak with fewer interruptions. I, I'm appealing to you, sir, to do that. Well, and him too. Well, frankly, you've been doing more interrupting well, than he Well, that's all right, has. but he does plenty. Well, less than, <laughs> sir, yeah, less than, plenty. no, he less does. than you have. Let's please continue on. The issue of race. Vice President Biden, you say that President Trump's response to the violence in Charlottesville three years ago when he talked about very fine people on both sides was what directly led you to launch this run for president. Oh, yeah, sure. President Trump, you have often said that you believe you have done more for black Americans than any president, with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln. My question True. for the two of you is why should voters trust you rather than your opponent to deal with the race issues facing this country over the next four years? Vice President Biden, you go first. It's about equity and equality. It's about decency. It's about the Constitution. And we have never walked away from trying to require equity for everyone, equality for the whole of America. But we've never accomplished it. But we've never walked away from it like he has done. It is true. The reason I got in the race is when those people, close your eyes, remember what those people look like coming out of the fields, carrying torches, their veins bulging, spewing, just spewing anti-Semitic bile and accompanied by the Ku Klux Klan. A young woman got killed. And they asked the president what he thought. He said they were very fine people on both sides. No president's ever Finish said anything statement. like that. Finish it, it, it is his now, two second, minutes, sir. Second point I'd make to you is that when Floyd was killed, when Mr. Floyd was killed, there was a peaceful protest in front of the White House. What did he do? He came out of his bunker, had the military do use tear gas on him so he could walk across to a church and hold up a Bible. And then what happened after that? The bishop of that very church said that it was the disgrace. The general who was with him said he all he, all he ever wants to do is divide people, not okay. unite people at all. This is a president who has used everything as a dog whistle to try to generate racist hatred, racist division. This is a man who, in fact, you talk about helping African-Americans. 
One in 1,000 African Americans has been killed because of the coronavirus. And if he doesn't do something quickly, by the end of the year, one in 500 will have been killed. One in 500 African Americans. This man, this man is the, is the savior of African Americans. This man cares at all. This man's done virtually nothing. Look, the fact is that you have to look at what he talks about. You have to look at what he did. And what he did has been disastrous for the African-American community. So, Pre President Trump, you have two minutes. Why should Americans right. trust you over your opponent to deal with racism? He did a crime bill, 1994, where you call them super predators, African-Americans, super predators. And they've never yes, forgotten it. They've never forgotten it, Jeff. No, no, sir. It's his two minutes. So you did that, and they call you a super predator. And I'm letting people out of jail now that you have treated the African-American population community. You have treated the black community about as bad as anybody in this country. You did the 1990. And that's why, if you look at the polls, I'm doing better than any Republican has done in a long time, because they saw what you did. You call them super predators, and you've called them worse than that, because you look back at your testimony over the years, you've called them a lot worse than that. As far as the church is concerned, and as far as the generals are concerned, we just got the support of 200 mil 250 military leaders and generals. Total support. Law enforcement, almost every law enforcement group in the United States. I have Florida, I have Texas, I have Ohio, I have every, excuse me, Portland. The sheriff just came out today and he said, I support President Trump. I don't think you have any law enforcement. You can't even say the word law enforcement because if you say those words, you're going to lose all of your radical left supporters. And why aren't you saying those words, Joe? Why don't you say the words law enforcement? Because, you know what, if they called us in Portland, we would put out that fire in a half an hour, but they won't do it because they're run by radical left Democrats. If you look at Chicago, if you look at any place you want to look, Seattle, they heard we were coming in the following day and they put up their hands and we got back Seattle. Minneapolis, we got it back, Joe, because we believe in law and order, but you don't. The top 10 cities and just about the top 40 cities are run by Democrats and, in many cases, radical left. And they've got you wrapped around their finger, Joe, where you don't want to say anything about law and order. And I'll tell you what, the people of this country want and demand law and order, and you're afraid to even say it. All right. I'll I want to return to the question of race. Vice President Biden, after the grand jury in the Breonna Taylor case, decided not to charge any of the police with homicide. You said it raises the question, quote, whether justice could be equally applied in America. Do you believe that there is a separate but unequal system of justice for blacks in this country? Yes, there is. There's systemic injustice in this country, in education, in work, and in, in, in law enforcement, and in the, in the way in which it's enforced. But look, the vast majority of police officers are good, decent, honorable men and women. They risk their lives every day to take care of us. But there are some bad apples. And when they occur, when they find them, they have to be sorted out. They have to be held accountable. They have to be held accountable. And what I'm going to do as President of the United States is call a, a together an entire group of people at the White House, well, everything from the civil rights groups to the police officers, the police chiefs, and we're going to work this out. We're going to work this out so we change the way in which we have more transparency in when these things happen. These cops aren't happy to see what happened to, to, to George Floyd. These co cops aren't happy to see what happened to Breonna Taylor. Most don't like it. 
But we have to have a system where people are held accountable. When, and by the way, violence in response is never appropriate. Never appropriate. Peaceful protest is. Violence is never appropriate. All right, what is peaceful President, protest? When they run through the middle President, of the town Trump, and burn down President your stores Trump, and kill people President all over Trump, the place, that and you is say not peaceful, peaceful protest? President Trump, no, I'm not, not asking. But you say it is. President Trump, I'd like to continue with yes, the issue ahead, of race. Please. I promise we're going to get to the issue of law and order please. in a moment. Fine. This month, your administration uh, directed federal agencies to end racial sensitivity training that addresses white privilege or critical race theory. Why did you decide to do that, to end racial sensitivity training? And do you believe that there is systemic racism in this country, sir? I ended it because it's racist. I ended it because a lot of people were complaining that they were asked to do things that were absolutely insane, that it was a radical uh, revolution that was taking place in our military, uh, in our schools, all over the place, and you know it, and so does what, everybody what, what else. Radical, and he would know. What is oh, radical it totally about racist. racial sensitivity training? Sir. If you were a certain person, you had no status in life. It was sort of a reversal. And if you look at the people, we were paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars to teach very bad ideas and, frankly, very sick ideas. And, and really, they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that to happen. We have to go back to the core values of this country. They were teaching people that our country is a horrible place, it's a racist place, and they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm no not going to allow that to happen. Vice President Biden? Nobody's doing that. He's just, he's oh, you, racist. You, you just don't know. Here's the deal. I, I know a lot more about you this. Don't know. Let him finish. The fact is that there is racial insensitivity. People have to be made aware of what other people feel like. What, what insults them, what is demeaning to them. It's important that people know they don't want to. Many people don't want to hurt other people's feelings, but it's a, it makes a big difference. It makes a gigantic difference in the way a child is able to grow up and have a, self, a sense of self-esteem. It's a little bit like how this guy and, and his friends look down on so many people. They look down their nose on people like Irish Catholics like me and grew up in Scranton. They look down on people who don't have money. They look down on people who are of a different faith. They look down on people who are a different color. In fact, we're all Americans. The only way we're going to bring this country together is bring everybody together. There's nothing we cannot do if we do it together. We can take this on and we can defeat racism Vice in America. President, I mean, President Trump, sir. During the Obama Biden administration, there was tremendous division. There was hatred. You look at uh, Ferguson. You look at, you go to very many places. Look at Oakland. Look what happened in Oakland. Look what happened in Baltimore. Look what happened. To, frankly, it was more violent than what I'm even seeing now. Oh, my but Lord. the reason this is, is that the Democrats that Absolutely run these cities ridiculous. don't want to talk like you about law and order. Violent and you crime. still haven't mentioned Violent Are crime. you in favor of law and order? I'm in favor of law. You follow Are you in favor of law and order? Go yes, I'm in favor. You asked a question, let him finish. Law and order. Law and order. Let him Law and order with justice where people get treated fairly. And the fact of the matter is, violent crime went down 17%, 15% in our administration. All right. It's gone up on went, his watch. Went down he, much more he, he than had, ours. All right, we're, we're now, Mr. President, Mr. President, you're going to... Mr. President, you're going to be very happy because we're now going to talk about law and order. Places we had trouble were Democratic-run cities. That's exactly my Democratic question. There has been a dramatic increase in homicides in America 
this summer particularly, and you often blame that on Democratic mayors and Democratic governors, but in fact there have been equivalent spikes in Republican-led cities like Tulsa and Fort Worth. So the question is, is this really a party issue? I think it's a party issue. You can bring in a couple of examples, but if you look at Chicago, what's going on in Chicago, where uh, 53 people were shot and eight died shot. If you look at New York, where it's going up like nobody's ever seen anything, the numbers are going up 100, 150, 200 percent. Uh, crime. Republican it's, it is cities. crazy what's going on. Repu and he doesn't want to say law and order because he can't, because he'll lose his radical left supporters. And once he does that, it's over with. But if he ever got to run this country and they ran it the way he would want to run it, we would have we would our suburbs would be gone. By the suburbs. way, our suburbs would be gone. And you would see problems like you've he never seen. He would know a suburb unless he took a wrong turn. Oh, I know suburbs. He would not. So much I was better. Wait, go ahead. I would, wait a minute. I was so raised in the suburbs. This is not 1950. All these dog whistles on racism don't work anymore. Suburbs are by and large integrated. There's many people today driving their kids to soccer practice and or to uh, black and white and Hispanic in the same car as there have been any time in, in the past. What's, what really is a threat to the suburbs and their safety is his failure to deal with COVID. They're dying in the suburbs. His failure to deal with the environment. They're being flooded. They're being burned out because okay. his refusal to do anything. That's why the suburbs are in trouble. I, I do want to talk about this issue of law and order, though. And in the joint recommendation that came from the Biden-Bernie Sanders task force, you talked about, quote, reimagining policing. First of all, what does reimagining policing mean, and do you support? It means. Uh, uh, let me, if I might finish the question. What does reimagining policing mean, and do you support the Black Lives Matter uh, call for uh, for community control of policing? Look, what I support is the police having the opportunity to deal with the problems they face. And I'm, not, I'm totally opposed to defunding the police officers. As a matter of fact, police, local police, the only one defunding in his budget calls for a $400 million cut in local law enforcement assistance. They need more assistance. They need, when they show up for a 9-11 call, to have someone with them as a psychologist or psychiatrist to keep them from having to use force and be able to talk people down. We have to have community policing like we had before, where the officers get to know the people in the communities. That's when crime went down. It didn't go up. It went down. And so we have to be engaged. That's not what they're talking about, that, Chris. That's well, not what that, they're talking about. He's exactly, talking about defunding the that, police. That is not true. He doesn't have any what, law what you, support. Look, he has no law enforcement that's support. That's not true. Almost that's nothing. Not, that, look. Oh, really? Who do you have? Name one group that supports you. Name one group that came out and supported you. Go look, ahead. Look, think. We have time. We don't have time to do no, anything. No, no. All right. Name right, one folks, law enforcement folks. group. Gentlemen, I think I'm going to I'm going to take back the there moderator's role, and, and I want to get to another subject, which is the issue of protests in many cities that have turned violent. In Portland, Oregon, especially, we had a, more than a hundred straight days of protests, which I think you would agree. You talk about peaceful protests. Many of those turned We're into riots. Mr. Vice President, you say that people who commit crimes should be held accountable. The question I have, though, is, as the Democratic nominee, and earlier tonight you said that you are the Democratic Party right now, have you ever called the Democratic mayor of Portland or the Democratic governor of Oregon and said, hey, you've got to stop this, bring in the National Guard, do whatever it takes, but you stop the days and months of violence 
in Portland. I don't hold public office now. I am a former vice president. I've made it clear. I've made it clear in my public statements that the violence should be prosecuted. It should be prosecuted. And anyone who commits it but should be prosecuted. But you've never called for the people, the, the leader, excuse me, sir. You had never called for the leaders in Portland and in Oregon to call because and bring they, in the National Guard and knock well, off 100 days of riots. They can, in fact, take care of it if he just stay out of the way. Oh, Look here. Oh, really? Here, oh, really? Here's but the that, thing. Uh, no, that, I sent sorry, in the no, wait, U.S. Marshals to get the killer no, of that, a young man in the middle of the street, and they shot him. Right. And for three Mr. days, President Trump, Trump, Portland President wouldn't Trump, do anything. I had to send in the U.S. Marshals, and they Trump, took care of business. Go ahead, and, sir. And by the way, you know, his own former spokesperson said, you know, riots and chaos and violence help his cause. That's what this is all about. I don't know who said that. I do. Who? I think who? Kellyanne Conway. I don't think she said that. She said that. And so here's the all right. But here's the point. Go the ahead, point sir. is that that's what he is keeps trying to rile everything up. He doesn't want to calm things down. Instead of going in and talking to people and saying, let's get everybody together, figure out how to deal with this. What's he do? He just pours gasoline in the fire constantly, and every single solitary okay, time. Okay, and, and to end this, button up this segment, I'm going to give you a minute to answer, sir. You have repeatedly well, criticized... Wait, I have to answer his statement. No, you have his repeatedly... Statement. Wait, you have repe No, you've been talking you back and forth. You made a statement. I'm asking you... I would a, love no, to you know, end it. Sir, I would love to I, end I, it. I, you know, if you want to switch seats... We, we could very quickly. We could do that, but I'd I'm not. Send no, in I, the National I, Guard, it would be over. There'd be no problem. Okay. But they but don't want to accept the National Guard. You have repeatedly we, criticized the, the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, go would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what, what, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. Supremacists like me to white supremacists and right wing militias. Stand back and stand by, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left, because this is not a right-wing problem. His this is a left-wing This is a left-wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa's an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what oh, his really? FBI... His okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. Well, we're then gonna, you know what? No, He's no, wrong. We're, done, we're done, sir. Everybody, we're moving on to the next. We're moving on to the next. That's not an idea. Everybody Antifa in your administration tells you the truth is a bad, is a bad idea. Can I tell you what? You have no idea. Antifa, Antifa is a dangerous radical. All right, radical gentlemen, group. we're now moving on to the Trump and, and Biden records. They'll overthrow you. When a president, I'm going to ask a question. When the president seeks a second term, it is generally a referendum on his record. But Vice President Biden, you like to quote one of your dad's sayings, which is, don't compare me to the almighty, compare me to the alternative. And in this case, sir, you are the alternative. Looking at both of your records, I'm going to ask each of you, why should voters elect you president over your opponent? In this segment, President Trump, you go first two minutes. Because there has never been an administration or president who has done more than I've done in a period of three and a half years. And that's despite the impeachment hoax. And you saw what happened today with Hillary Clinton, where it was a whole big con job. 
But despite going through all of these things where I had to fight both flanks and behind me and above, there has never been an administration that's done what I've done. The greatest, before COVID came in, the greatest economy in history, lowest unemployment numbers. Everything was good. Everything was going. And by the way, there was unity going to happen. People were calling me for the first time in years. They were calling and they were saying, it's time maybe. And then what happened? We got hit, but now we're building it back up again. A rebuilding of the military, including Space Force and all of the other things. A, a fixing of the, the VA, which was a mess under him. 308,000 people died because they didn't have proper health care. He, he was oh, a no. mess. And we now got a 91% approval rating at the VA, our vets. We take care of our vets. But we've rebuilt our military. The job that we've done, and, and I'll tell you something, some people say maybe the most important. By the end of the first term, I'll have approximately 300 federal judges and court of appeals judges, 300, and hopefully three great Supreme Court judges, justices. That is a record, the likes of which very few people, and you know one of the reasons I'll have so many judges? Because President Obama and him left me 128 judges to fill. When you leave office, you don't leave any judges. That's like you just don't do that. They left 128 openings, and if I were a member of his party, because they have a little different philosophy, I'd say if you left us 128 openings, you can't be a good president, you can't be a good vice president. But I want to thank you because it gives us almost It'll probably be above that number by the end of this term. I'm sorry. 300 judges. It's a record. Looking at both your records, why should voters elect you president as opposed to President Under Trump? You have two minutes uninterrupted. Under this president, we become weaker, sicker, poorer, more divided, and more violent. When I was vice president, we inherited a recession. I was asked to fix it. I did. We left him a booming economy. And he caused the recession with regard to being weaker. The fact is that I've gone head to head with Putin and made it clear to him we're not going to take any of his stuff. He's Putin's puppy. He still refuses to even say anything to Putin about the bounty on the heads of American soldiers. Your son got three and a half million dollars. And by the way, Mr. President, wait a minute. Mr. President, your campaign agreed to both sides would get two minute answers uninterrupted. Well, your, your side agreed to it, and why don't you observe what your campaign agreed to as a ground rule, okay, sir? He never keeps his word. Can you add no, back, no, 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 I'm not asking. That was a rhetorical question. Can you go add ahead, back sir. 30 seconds? Yeah, okay. Yes, okay. you may have. All right. Go ahead. So, thirdly, we're poor. The billionaires have gotten much, much more wealthy by a tune of over four, three to $400 billion more just since COVID. You in the home, you got less. You're in more trouble than you were before. In terms of being more violent, when we were in office, there were 15% less violence in America than there is today. He's president of the United States. It's on his watch. And with regard to more divided, the nation can't stay divided. We can't be this way. And speaking of my son, the way you talk about the military, the way you talk about them being losers and being and, 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 and just being suckers. My son was in Iraq. He spent a year there. He got, the, he got the Bronze Star. He got the Conspicuous Service Medal. He was not a loser. 
He was a patriot, and the people left behind oh, there really? were heroes. Really? And I resent Are you talking like about hell. Hunter? Are you talking about I'm Hunter? I'm talking about my son, Bo Biden. You're talking about I don't know. About I don't know Bo. I know Hunter. Yeah, Hunter, you know got thrown, Hunter got thrown out of the military. He was thrown out, dishonorably discharged. That's not true. He wasn't dishonorably cocaine use. And he didn't have a job until you became vice president. Once you None became of that vice president, he made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, that is simply and various not other places. True. He my made son, a fortune. My son. And he didn't have a job. My son, like a lot of people, like a lot of people we know at home, had a drug problem. He's overtaken it. He's, he's, he's fixed it. He's worked on it. And I'm proud of him. But why I'm was he given of tens son. of millions right. of dollars? But he wasn't given right. tens of millions of That is totally, that's been totally discredited. We've already been through this. I think the American people would rather hear about more substantial so subjects. Well, you know, as the moderator, sir, I'm going to make a, know, a judgment when call here. Three and a half million okay, dollars right. from the let's mayor about, of Moscow. Let's that talk is about not true. Gentlemen, that report is totally Why discredited. Did he get it? I, I, Mitt Romney on that committee said it wasn't worth taxpayers' money, that report. It was written for political you, reasons. You know, I'd like to talk about climate change. So would I. Okay. The forest fires in the West are raging now. They have burned millions of acres. They have displaced hundreds of thousands of people. When state officials there blame the fires on climate change, Mr. President, you said, I don't think the science knows. Over your four years, you have pulled the U.S. out of the Paris Climate Accord. You have rolled back a number of Obama environmental records. What do you believe about the science of climate change, and what will you do in the next four years to confront it? I want crystal clean water and air. I want beautiful, clean air. We have now the lowest carbon. If you look at our numbers right now, we are doing phenomenally. But I haven't destroyed our businesses. Our businesses aren't put out of commission. If you look at the Paris Accord, it was a disaster from our standpoint. And people are actually very happy about what's going on because our businesses are doing well. As far as the fires are concerned, you need forest management in addition to everything else. The forest floors are loaded up with trees, dead trees that are years old and they're like tinder and leaves and everything else, you drop a cigarette in there, the whole forest burns down. You've got to have forest management. What do you You've believe, got to have cuts. What do you believe about the science of climate change, sir? Uh, I believe that we have to do everything we can to have immaculate air, immaculate water, and do whatever else we can that's good. You know, we're planting a billion trees, the Billion Tree Project, and it's very exciting you believe for a lot that, of people. that human Pollution, gas, greenhouse gas emissions contributes to the global warming of the planet? I think planet. a lot of things do, but I think to an extent, yes. I think to an extent, yes. But I also think we have to do better management of our forests. Every year, I get the call, California's burning. California's burning. If that was cleaned, if that were, if you had forest management, good forest management, you wouldn't be getting those calls. You know, in Europe, they live their forest cities. They're called forest cities. They maintain their forests. They manage their forests. I was with the head of a major country. It's a forest city. He said, sir, we have trees that are far more, they, they ignite much easier than California. There shouldn't be that problem. I spoke with the governor about it. I'm getting along very well with the governor. But I said, you know, at some point, you can't every year have Hundreds of thousands of acres of land just burned to the ground. But, sir, That's but, burning down because of a lack of but management. But, sir, if you believe in the science of climate change, why have you rolled back the Obama 
clean power plan which limited carbon emissions in power plants. Why have you relaxed? Because it was driving energy prices through the sky. Why have you relaxed fuel economy standards that are going to create more pollution from cars well, and trucks? Well, not really, because what's happening is the car is much less expensive and it's a much safer car, and you're talking about a tiny difference. And then what would happen, because of the cost of the car, you would have at least double and triple the number of cars purchased. We have the old slugs out there that are 10, 12 years old. If you did that, the car would be safer, it would be much cheaper by $3,500. But $3, in, the, in the case of California, they've simply ignored No, but you would take your, a lot of cars now. off the market because people would be able to afford a car. Now, so, and by the way, we're going to see how that turns out. But a lot of people agree with me, many people. The car has gotten so expensive because they have computers all over the place for an extra little bit okay. of gasoline. And, by the, and, and, and I'm okay with electric cars, too. I think I'm all for electric cars. I've given big incentives for electric cars. But what they've done in California is just all crazy. Right. Vice President Biden, I'd like you to, to respond to the president's climate change record. But I also want to ask you about a concern. You proposed $2 trillion in green jobs. You talk about new limits, not abolishing, but new limits on fracking, ending the use of fossil fuels to generate electricity by 2035, and zero net emission of greenhouse gases by 2050. The president says a lot of these things would tank the economy and cost millions of jobs. He's absolutely wrong, number one. Number two, if in fact, when, when our, during our administration, the Recovery Act, I was able to, I was in charge, able to bring down the cost of renewable energy to cheaper than or as cheap as coal and gas and oil. Nobody's going to build another uh, uh, coal-fired plant in America. No one's going to build another oil-fired plant in America. They're going to move to renewable energy, number one. Number two, we're going to make sure that we are able to take the federal fleet and turn it into a fleet that's run on their electric vehicles, making sure that we can do that. We're going to put 500,000 charging stations and all of the highways that we're going to be building in the future. We're going to build an economy that, in fact, is going to provide for the ability of us to take 4 million buildings and make sure that they, in fact, are weatherized in a way that, in fact, will, they'll, they'll emit significantly less gas and oil because the heat will not be going out. There's so many things that we can do now to create thousands and thousands of jobs. We can get to net zero in terms of energy production by 2035, not only not costing people jobs, creating jobs, creating millions of good-paying jobs, not 15 bucks an hour, but prevailing wage by having a new infrastructure that, in fact, is green. And the first thing I will do, I will rejoin the Paris Accord. I will join the Paris Accord because with us out of it, look what's happening. It's all falling apart. And talk about someone who has no, no relationship to, with foreign policy. Brazil, the rainforests of Brazil are being torn down, are being ripped down. More, more carbon is absorbed in that rainforest than every bit of carbon that's emitted in the United States. Instead of doing something about that, I would be gathering up and making sure we had the, com the countries of the world coming up with $20 billion and say, here's $20 billion. Stop, stop tearing down the forest. And if you don't, then you're going to have significant economic consequences. What about, consequences what about the argument that President Trump basically says that you have to balance environmental interests and economic interests, and he's drawn his line, 
Well, he hadn't drawn a line. He still, for example, makes sure that we, he wants to make sure that methane's not a problem. We can, you, you can now emit more methane without it being a problem. Methane. Right. This is a guy who says that you don't have to have mileage standards for automobiles that exist now. This is the guy who says that, well, the fact that it, 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 it's all true. And here's He's the talking deal. about the Green he, New Deal, and it's not $2 billion or $20 billion, as you said. I'm it's... $100 trillion. I'm talking about Where they the want to Biden rip down plan. buildings and rebuild the building. No, it's the dumbest, not, most ridiculous, not, where airplanes are out of business, where two-car systems are out, where not they want true. to take out the cows, too. Not you know, that's true. not true either, right? Not this true. is a This is a $100 simply, trillion. Look, that's more money than our is, country could make. In a hundred years, if we're not going to play. All right, let me, let me, let me, let me, because, because I actually, wait a minute, sir. I actually <laughs> have studied your plan, and it includes upgrading four million buildings, weatherizing yes. two million homes over four years, building one and a half million energy efficient homes. So the question becomes, some, the president is saying, I think some people who support the president would say that sounds like it's going to cost a lot of money and hurt the economy. What it's going to do is going to create thousands and millions of jobs, good-paying jobs. What, let him finish, sir. He doesn't know how to do that. $100 they, trillion. Dollars. The fact is it's going to create millions of good-paying jobs and these tax incentives to people for people to weatherize, which he wants to get, get rid of. It's going to make the economy much safer. Look how much we're paying now to deal with the hurricanes. With the deal with, by the way, he has an answer for hurricanes. He said maybe we should drop a nuclear weapon on them. They may. I oh, never said that that's at all. He did you say You made it, it up. Uh, and here's the deal. You make up a we, we are going to be in a position where we can create hard, hard, good jobs by making sure the environment is clean and we all are in better shape. We spend billions of dollars now, billions of dollars on floods, hurricanes, rising seas. We're in real trouble. Look what's happened just in the Midwest with these storms that come through and wipe out entire sections and counties in Iowa. They didn't happen before. They're because of global warming. We make up 15% of the world's problems. We, in fact, but the, the rest of the world, we've got to get them to come along. That's why we have to get back into, back into the Paris Accord. All right, gentlemen. Well, wait we, a minute, Chris. So why didn't he do it for 47 years? You were vice president. Why didn't you get the world? China sends up real dirt into the air. Russia does, India does, they all do. We're supposed to be good. And by the way, he made a couple of statements. The Green New Deal is $100 trillion, that is not, not $20 billion. My plan. That's not my plan. Well, you want to rebuild every building. That's not my plan. You want to rebuild every building. If he knew anything about Gentlemen, he made a statement about the military. He said I said something about the military. He and his friends made it up, and then they went with it. I never said it. Okay. That is what not he true. Did, sir, is he you're said, done in this segment. He called Mr. the military Mr. Vice President, stupid bastards. I, I did not say it. He said it on tape. He said stupid bastards. He said it. Stop. I would never say I would that. Play it. Stop. Play it. Go ahead. Mr. Vice tape. President, uh, answered his, qu his final question. The final question is, I can't remember which of all his rantings. I'm having a little trouble yes, myself. But, yeah. uh, and, and about the economy and about this question of what it's going to cost. The, the, economy. the economy. I mean, the Green New Deal the, and the, the idea of what, what the, your the environmental changes deal, will do. The Green New Deal will pay for itself as we move forward. We're not going to build plants that, in fact, are great polluting plants. Could you We're support build the Green New Deal? Pardon me? You support them? No, I don't support the Green oh, New Deal. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, that's a big let, statement. I support that means you the, just lost the radical left. I, su I support oh, the don't. Biden plan that I put forward. Okay. 
the Biden plan, which is different than what he calls the radical Green New Deal. All right, gentlemen, final segment, election integrity. As we meet tonight, millions of Americans are receiving mail-in ballots or going to vote early. How confident should we be that this will be a fair election? And what are you prepared to do over the next five plus weeks, because it'll not only be to election day, but also counting some ballots, mail-in ballots after election day. What are you prepared to do to reassure the American people that the next president will be the legitimate winner of this election in this final segment? Mr. Vice President, you go first. Prepared to let people vote. They should go to IWillVote.com. Decide how they're going to vote, when they're going to vote, and what means by which they're going to vote. His own Homeland Security Director and as well as the FBI Director says there is no evidence at all that mail-in ballots are a source of, of being manipulated and cheating. They said that. The fact is that there are going to be millions of people because of COVID that are going to be voting by mail-in ballots, like he does, by the way. He sits behind the Resolute desk and sends his ballot to Florida, number one. Number two, we're going to make sure that those people who want to vote in person are able to vote because enough poll watchers are there to make sure they can socially distance. The polls are open on time, and their polls stay open until the votes are counted. And this is all about trying to dissuade people from voting because he's trying to, con to scare people into thinking that it's not going to be legitimate. Show up and vote. You will determine the outcome of this election. Vote, vote, vote. If you're able to vote early in your state, vote early. If you're able to vote in person, vote in person. Vote whatever way is the best way for you because you will, he cannot stop you from being able to determine the outcome of this election. And in terms of whether or not when the votes are counted and they're all counted, that will be accepted. If I win, that will be accepted. If I lose, that'll be accepted. But by the way, if in fact he says he's not sure what he's going to accept, well, let me tell you something, it doesn't matter because if we get the votes, it's going to be all over. He's going to go. He can't stay in power. It won't happen. It won't happen. So vote. Just make sure you understand you have it in your control to determine what this country is going to look like the next four years. Is it going to change? You get four more years of these lies. Mr. President, two minutes. So when I listened to Joe talking about a transition, uh, there's been no transition from when I won. I won that election. And if you look at crooked Hillary Clinton, if you look at all of the different people, uh, there was no transition because they came after me trying to do a coup. They came after me spying on my campaign. They started from the day I won and even before I won, from the day I came down the escalator with our first lady. They were a disaster. They were a disgrace to our country. And we've caught them. We've caught them all. We've got it all on tape. We've caught them all. And by the way, you gave the idea for the Logan Act against General Flynn. You better take a look at that because we caught you in a sense. And President Obama was sitting in the office. He knew about it, too. So don't tell me about a free transition. As far as the ballots are concerned, it's a disaster. A solicited ballot, okay, solicited is okay. You're soliciting. You're asking. They send it back. You send it back. I did that. If you have an unsolicited, they're sending millions of ballots all over the country. There's fraud. They found them in creeks. They found some with the name Trump. Just happened to have the name Trump just the other day in a waste paper basket. They're being sent all over the place. They sent two in a Democrat area. They sent out a thousand ballots. Everybody got two ballots. This is going to be a fraud like you've never seen. The other thing, it's nice on November 3rd, you're watching and you see who won the election. 
And I think we're going to do well because people are really happy with the job we've done. But you know what? We won't know. We might not know for months because these ballots are going to be all over. Take a look at what happened in Manhattan. Take a look at what happened in New Jersey. Take a look at what happened in Virginia and other places. They're not losing 2 percent, 1 percent, which, by the way, is too much. An election could be won or lost with that. They're losing 30 and 40 percent. It's a fraud and it's a shame. And can you imagine where they say uh, you have to have your ballot in by November 10th? November 10th. That means that's seven days after the election, in theory, should have been announced. Okay. We have major no, states with that. Uh, sir, All run by two Democrats. Two minutes is two minutes. All run you're, by you're, Democrats. It's President a Trump, it's a rigged I, I, election. I, you're going to be able to continue. You have been charging for months that mail-in balloting is going to be a disaster. You say it's rigged, yes. that it's going to lead to fraud. But in 2018, in the last midterm election, 31 million people voted mail-in voting. That was a quarter, more than a quarter, of all the voters that year cast their ballots by mail. Now that millions of mail-in ballots have gone out, what are you going to do about it? And are you counting on the Supreme Court, including a Justice Barrett, to settle any dispute? Yeah, I, th I think I'm counting on them to look at the ballots, definitely. I don't think we'll — I hope we don't need them in terms of the election itself. But for the ballots, I think so. Because what's happening is incredible. I just heard, I read today, where at least 1 percent of the ballots for 2016 were invalidated. They, they take them. We don't like them. We don't like them. But they what throw are you going to do about it? There right. are millions of ballots going out what right What you do now. is you, you go do? and vote. You do a solicited ballot, no, no, and that's no, not, okay, or you complaint. go and vote. I'm asking you about the fact that millions of people You go and vote. You go and no, vote, but like they, is, like they used to the in the old... Millions of people... You either do, Chris, a solicited ballot where you're sending it in, they're sending it back, and you're sending... They have mailmen with lots of it. Did you see what's going on? Take a look at West Virginia, mailmen selling the ballots. They're being sold. They're being dumped in rivers. This is a horrible thing for our country. There is no. This is not. There is no. This is not going to end well. There is okay. No this is not Vice, going Vice to President end well. Biden. Five states fact, have had mail-in ballots for the last decade or more, five, including two Republican states. And you don't have to solicit the ballot. It's sent to you. It's sent to your home. What we're saying is, they're saying is that it has to be a postmark by the time, by Election Day. If it doesn't get in till the 7th, 8th, 9th, it still should be counted. He's just afraid of counting the votes because You're wrong. The You're wrong. Let, I, no, I, I want to continue with you on this, I love yeah, Vice President vote. Biden. Because Chris, he's so wrong in, when he makes a statement no, like that. Excuse me. Vice President Biden, the biggest problem, in fact, over the years with mail-in voting has not been fraud historically. It has been that sizable numbers, sometimes hundreds of thousands of ballots are thrown out because they have not been properly filled out or there is some other irregularity or they missed the deadline. So the question I have is, are you concerned that the Supreme Court with a Justice Barrett will settle any dispute? I'm concerned that any court would settle this because here's the deal. When you, when you file, when you get a ballot and you fill it out, you're supposed to have an affidavit. If you didn't know, you have someone say that this is me. You should be able to, if in fact you can verify that's you when the, before the ballot is thrown out, that's sufficient to be able to count the ballot because someone made a mistake and not dotting the correct I. Who they voted for, testify, say who they voted for, say it's you, that is totally legitimate. 
All right. Excuse final, me. No, no, no. When you I have, have a 80 final, million I, ballots gentlemen, I have a final sent in and swamping I, the system, I, I, you, you, you know it can't be done. You know it can't. And already all right. there's been so fraud. Now, sir, final, wait, wait a minute, gentlemen. In the final question of the day, in eight ballots. states, we can keep talking. It's, it's in a, eight a, states, election workers are prohibited currently by law, eight states, from even beginning to process ballots, even take them out of the envelopes and yes. flatten them until Election Day. That means that it's likely, because there's going to be a huge increase in mail-in balloting, that we are not going to know on election night who the winner is, that it could be days, it could be weeks, could be months. until we find out who the, the, the new president is. So I, first for you, sir, finally for the, for the vice president, I hope neither of you will interrupt the other. Will you urge your supporters to stay calm during this extended period, not to engage in any civil unrest? And will you pledge tonight that you will not declare victory until the election has been independently certified? President Trump, I'm you go first. I'm urging my supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully, because that's what has to happen. I am urging them to do it. As you know, today there was a big problem. In Philadelphia, they went in to watch. They were called poll watchers, a very safe, very nice thing. They were thrown out. They weren't allowed to watch. You know why? Because bad things happen in Philadelphia, bad things. And Are I you? am urging, I am urging my people. I hope it's going to be a fair election. If it's a fair You're election, I am 100% on board. But if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. And I'll tell and what, you what, what does that from mean, a common sense, does that mean you're I'll tell you what it means. To take to it the means screen? you have a fraudulent election. You're and sending you out 80 million ballots. They're not, they're not equipped. To, these people aren't equipped to handle it, number one. Number two, okay. they cheat. They cheat. Hey, they found ballots in a waste paper basket three sure. days ago, and they all had the name all right. military ballots. They were military. They all had the name Trump on them. Vice President you think Biden, that's good? Vice President Biden, final question for you. Will you urge your supporters to stay calm while the vote is counted? And will you pledge not to declare victory until the election is independently certified? Yes. And here's the deal. They count the ballots, as you pointed out. Some of these ballots in some states can't even be opened until Election Day. And if there's thousands of ballots, it's going to take time to do it. And by the way, our military, they've been voting by ballots for since at the end of the Civil War, in effect. In effect. And, that's, and that's what's going to happen. Why was it not, why is it for them somehow not fraudulent? It's the same process. It's honest. No one has established at all that there is fraud related to mail-in ballots that somehow it's a fraudulent process. It's already been established. It's a, Take a look at Carolyn Maloney's I, I, race. I asked you, you had an opportunity look to respond. Look at Carolyn Maloney. Go ahead. They have no idea what Vice happened. Vice President Biden, go ahead. He has no idea what he's talking about. Here's the deal. The fact is, I will accept it, and he will too. You know why? Because once the winner is declared after all the, all the ballots are counted, all the votes are counted, that'll be the end of it. That'll be the end of it. And if it's me, in fact, fine. If it's, if it's not me, I'll support the outcome. And I'll be a president not just for the Democrats. I'll be a president for Democrats and Republicans. And this guy, I want to see fact, an honest okay. ballot count. Gentlemen, we, you say that's the end Chris, of it. This is the I end of this debate. Honest ballot count. We're going to leave it there uh, to be continued as in more debates as we go on. Uh, president Trump, Vice President Biden, it's been an interesting hour and a half. I want to thank you both for participating. In the first of three debates that you have agreed to engage in, we want to thank Case Western Reserve University 
and the Cleveland Clinic for hosting this event. The next debate, sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates, will be one week from tomorrow, October 7th, at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. The two vice presidential nominees, Vice President Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harris, will debate at 9 p.m. Eastern that night. We hope you watch. Until then, thank you and good night. Thank you.
All right, we are back. Now let's get the boys in. All right. Hello, hello. Uh -huh. Are you up? there, Alex? Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? I can. All right. Yeah, I missed a bunch of that debate because I had the picnic. Yep, what uh, were your thoughts on I saw like the tail, I saw like kind of towards the tail end of that. Hmm. I don't have an opinion yet. I'll be honest. I'll see what Phil has to say, but I will. Okay, one thing I, I will say for certain, dude, is that Chris Wallace is a total hack. I he did decently in 2016 as a moderator, but this time he spread the fine people hoax. You know that Trump called the Charlottesville people fine people, the Nazis, and the racists. He spread the hoax about, um, he never fact-checked the hoax about Trump calling the vets losers and suckers. And he also, um, he tried to get Trump to condemn the Proud Boys. He tried to lump the Proud Boys in his white nationalists and Nazis. I'm going to see what Twitter's yeah. saying. But then he also, um... What was the worst? There was one that was really bad, too. Oh, yeah. He was, like, asking Biden. He was, the basic question was asking, he was asking Biden was, do you support um, Black Lives Matter's uh, mission to defund the police? But he didn't say it that way. He's like, do you support Black Lives Matter's call to uh, uh, reimagine policing in communities? I'm like, dude. Yeah, I think someone fucking paid them. Oh, I am getting super suspicious of that. Let's get Joe Rogan. Oh, Proud Boys are trending on Twitter. <laughs> Already. Wow. Trump did not condemn them. He just said, hey. Yeah, why would he? he said, why stand back and stand by. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I don't see why he fucking would condemn them. Like, what the fuck have they done? They, all they've done is fought against Antifa, which is, you know, no wonder fucking Biden condemns them. It's his supporters. Yeah. That, you know, they get into fucking fights. The best moments for Trump, and this is always a smart debate tactic, is be on offense, put your opponent on defense by asking them questions. And so he nailed them with um, Hunter Biden. He said that Hunter Biden received, was it $50 billion, whatever the frick it was, and Biden, like, just couldn't answer he was just fumbling and then when he asked him trump said like oh i've been endorsed by hundreds of police unions and police officers and biden's like that's not true and he goes how many did endorsed you i named one that endorsed you biden couldn't do it those are his best moments biden did have i think biden also performed better than people would expect because the bar was so low and I even said before this start, I said he's probably going to do worse than people expect or better. And there's a good chance he'd go better, and he did perform better than people expect because the bar is so fucking low. Yeah. <sighs> but there was a lot of interrupting, which I think was Trump's biggest problem, is that he used to be really good. Like in 2016, he knew when to interrupt to control the conversation, to control the narrative, to dominate the debate. I think they picked up on that. And Chris Wallace would keep like trying to get him to stop. And then Biden would be talking over him. So it was like two people talking over Trump. 
Well, that's the thing. Like, I feel that since there wasn't like a lot, like at least if there was live audience, I didn't fucking hear it. It didn't feel like there's a live audience. They didn't say debate. anything. Yeah, and I feel like that's almost like yeah, that's kind of a bad thing for Trump because he does better, I think, when there's a live audience. Yeah. It was, yeah, the live audience does help because when you get the audience on your side or even if you get them against you, like when he did in 2016 where he pivoted, like, you know, those are the elitists and special interests booing me because I'm fighting for the American people. That sort of stuff is good. But, like, dude, Chris Wallace is a fool. I wonder if China paid this fucker off. Yeah, that's... Because every time Trump would interrupt, Chris Wallace would, like, lose his shit. Biden interrupts, oh, it's okay. Hello, we need to like have some make some fucking memes about that. Yeah, dude, there will be. Maybe that one like Cuphead meme where it's like the fucking uh, who was that? Like that sunflower and it's like just screaming. It would be like Trump interrupts, Biden interrupts, and it's like doing that. Yeah, uh, I don't know, think Trump did that good. I think he actually he didn't look. He kind of like took the bait, and the bait was to get him to keep like. You know, they tried to get under his skin and get him to kind of like keep interrupting. That's what he did. And I think he kind of fell for it. But you could tell he was learning throughout it. Like in the middle and end of the debate, you could tell he was like, all right, if I just put Biden, I'll, I'll take him off the script. You can get somewhere. Majority of voters would likely watch the debate moderated by Joe Rogan. Yes. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I would so. I wish that would actually happen. Joe Rogan greater than Chris Walloth. Bar's not exactly set too high with that one. I know, right? Um, let's see. Yeah, so we tried to do a stream here. I didn't get a lot. We got some likes on the video, which was good. I was going to do commentary during but since you guys couldn't make it, which is fine, then we just do it afterwards. I mean, probably couldn't squeeze in much commentary anyway if all the talking over each other. Yeah. Oh, this is the other thing. When Trump was um, going off about Antifa, because they were trying to say, like, all, the, all these white supremacists and proud boys and all these awful people were going to clump together or causing all this violence, he then starts pivoting to attack Antifa. And Biden said... Antifa's simply an idea. No. They're <laughs> fucking or they're they're a group, they're organized, like Black Lives Matter, same fucking thing. Yeah. I think Kansas okay. Owens has the right take here. Not a single American mind was changed tonight. Needle was not moved in either direction. I tend to agree. Yeah, I don't think Trump did bad enough where it would hurt him. Change, like yeah. And I don't think Biden really did good enough to really help him. I think that's sort of where we're at. What's up? Phil, What's going on? how you doing? So how much I'm, did uh, you see? Quite a bit of it. What do you think of it? Uh, well, uh, I think that after, like, well, I'll, I'll start, I'll start it off by saying, um, fuck chris wallace because oh, uh him is right uh, the first thing i talked about here was how awful he was which and he did good last year in 2016 he, he's soft 
he softballed Joe Biden on literally everything. Didn't inter- didn't call Biden out for interrupting Donald yep. Trump, and then and, and then gave and then gave gave Donald Trump nonstop high heat like the whole the whole fucking debate. At two, and uh, I, I I think Joe, I think Joe Biden's on something. I think he's on some Pete performance enhancing drugs i do like you look at his eyes like they're fucking like they're glazed like a person that's on like something is like they're like glassy glazed something something along those lines like it looks like he's on something uh and he's starting to fade like you notice how he's starting to fade like at the end yeah like yeah those those drugs are really like barely able to make at the end i feel like he was like getting dragged across the finish line his wife came up to him yeah those 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 drugs were wearing off and uh yeah i think that's what i think that's what happened i think for the next debate what trump needs to go and do is like save all his like hard questions till the end when his he's he's even even as bad as this one was it's probably the best one he's gonna get. Probably the best one he's gonna mm. get. I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna get a better one with CNN or MSNBC because those are the two that that are doing the next two, right? So yeah, yeah. I think it's. Um, I'll check, but I think it is. Yeah. That. I yeah. will say. So he. I think some... the MSNBC one will be flat out fucking garbage. Wait, I don't know if they have one on MSNBC. I thought it was like PBS or something. Okay, so PBS, maybe I'll PBS, check. maybe if PBS, maybe he has a chance, maybe he has a chance with a PBS one. It's usually something like that. They pick like a left, right, and what appears to be center, but not really. Yeah, um, it is I think, going to. But at least PBS will. Ha- there'll be a chance. Mm-hmm. If it's PBS, there'll be at least be a chance, which might actually be a better chance on the with this fucking ass clown actually yeah it's okay it's it's kind of kind of what i said so they really don't pick a station necessarily they pick a moderator so for the first uh-huh. one it was chris wallace so that's basically fox the next one is steve scully which is basically c-span and then the final one is christian welker uh which is basically nbc yeah, I think C-SPAN will be pretty good. Usually, yeah. I think the they're second one's going to be the best one. They're too boring to be partisan. But they are partisan. That's the thing. Yeah, they're so boring they're that grow, they like they grow, slip into partisanism. Partisan. Yeah, that's true. I never actually fucking watch them. And the um, VP one is Susan Page, who's with USA Today. So that's the slave. But... VP one, honestly. What was that? Who, who even's really gonna watch the beat? Like, I mean, pe- like, I that mean, that one doesn't it. matter. I, I, I like the idea of it, but I think it's one of the most pointless, stupidest debates. Like, it doesn't do anything. Not saying it's we shouldn't have it, but I don't think a single mind has ever been changed by a VP debate, unless there's like a really good or really bad moment. Like, that's just like once in ten years, you know, once in a decade. I think we can all agree right out of the gate. Chris Wallace is the biggest loser of this debate. Biggest yeah. loser. Guy lost all his credibility. Tonight. I think it was, but yeah, I think his credibility took a shitter. 
But did anybody win the debate? And I'm not trying to like look. Obviously, I love Trump. Let, and I work for so, the guy. So so but... let me go. Let, let me go back to my original. So sure. Yes. So so uh, Chris Wallace was garbage. Uh, Joe Biden was on PEDs. <laughs> and with all of that, I still think Trump won the debate. With all of that said, I still still think he won the debate. Well, see, here's my thing. I mean, I, I know you're going to disagree with me on this. I think the bar was set so low for Joe Biden that by not losing the debate, he theoretically won. I agree, actually. And I don't think he technically... Here's the thing. It's a perception of a win. I don't think he won in the sense of... Because we need to define winning. I, they never define who wins a debate. Like, I think it's stupid how they analyze things. But I don't think he won in the sense of actually gaining votes. I think he just is still in the game now. It's not like a slaughter now. It's like, okay, now this is actually kind of a competition here. Maybe that's only going to last a week, a month. We'll see. But... Well, I don't know. I don't know if, like, either side, like, obviously the left is going to be, left is going to be jerking Joe Biden off. And the fucking, you know, I mean, they they were going to do that regardless. Like, he, he could have... Joe Biden could have shit his pants in the middle of the fucking stage and the left would have still been like, oh, you did such an amazing job. Mm. Like, I, I think, uh, I think, I, I think the right has been more impressed, was more impressed with, with uh, Donald Trump, given the level of difficulty. The right understands the level of difficulty that he faced tonight like it was two against one like, it was real. difficult yeah and 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 that's how it is a lot of the time a lot of the times like even with like and you look at it in sports with like mvp voting and stuff like that it's like sometimes like the opponents of certain candidates go into question like like more like if you if like for example like an mvp kit like if you if one athlete faces tougher opponents and does does good with the tougher opponents then it weighs more than you know somebody who does more or or or, or uh, co uh college like the you know the college polls like the the ap college polls with college football right so like if th that that's another thing like if if a top if a top 25 team plays a difficult schedule even if they lose it's not going to hit them as bad as if they lose to like an unranked team or or anything like that. Like I think this, I think we we're seeing. It's obvious we are seeing Donald Trump. He's got he he was he was fighting with one tan tied behind his back, and he still, in my mind, he came out on top. Like he still came out on top. Just like it was it was it was incredible, and, and he was sharp. Like I knew he was going to be, he was quick witted. Like I knew he was going to be answered to everything, responded to everything with matter of quickness. He would, um, it was and he, and he adjusted well and he adjusted incredibly well to Chris Wallace. Did you know like that that's a difficult learned throughout it? You know what I mean? I think in the beginning, 
I'll break this down to three acts. You know, I don't think he. I don't think he was expecting Chris Wallace to, to be that bad. I think. I think. I think that's what it was. I think he was. He wasn't. He was expecting it to be like down the middle. He's like, okay, I could see. I could see this. He's gonna hate on me a little bit, but he's gonna hate on Biden, and then we're gonna like. And then it was just like, I think he was shocked. I think I was there was shocked. a little bit of. Yeah, I mean, everybody was shocked. Because he was good last time. Like of all the yeah. last time, he was the best. Yeah. And I'm, and look, and I know the guy's a Democrat. Like, Chris Wallace is a Democrat. Like, let's be real. Yeah, absolutely. But he did good last time. He was the best one yeah. in 2016 debates. This time, holy shit. He kept, you know, framing it as like, Trump, oh, you interrupt so much. You're so awful. <laughs> this is all. And then doesn't, and then doesn't. And then doesn't do shit when Biden interrupts him. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Now, with that all said, though, um, I think Trump. Let's uh, the pause. The pause is what he did. He mm-hmm. always, the first like when I first saw the two on there, Trump seemed strong, energetic, focused, confident, and Biden seemed nervous, old, and weak. Strong and weak was a contrast. Now. I think both of them learned and got comfortable with it throughout. I know Trump kind of knew how to get Biden. Biden then kind of knew how to get Trump and kind of put on a better face. But Trump's always his strategy is to be the loudest man in the room and come out the most powerful, the most talked about, the strong man. It worked in 2016 well. I think the Democrats learned that lesson because I kind of agree with you and I kind of disagree because I think Trump, I think he was, I think he interrupted just a bit too much that it got annoying. And I think that's where the Democrats knew they could keep getting him to interrupt and make it come off annoying and abrasive. I think Trump needs to find a better balance with that. And look, this is the best thing about Trump. The people need to remember coming out this night. He is the most adaptable, learnable, teachable, whatever you want to call it. He is like an old dog that can learn new tricks over and over again. He knows how to adapt and to learn and to keep evolving. And that's what you're going to see next time. I think Biden's promise he's not going to evolve that much. I think the bar has been raised. Like this is the problem of doing good now is that now he's kind of raised the bar I mean, he can't go too much from here, whereas Trump can have have some room to grow in a positive way. But I think Trump won on the Supreme Court stuff, tying him to the radical left, bringing up Antifa, where Biden called just an idea, which triggered me. I went, what? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that that got long. I I mean, the, the biggest... The biggest winner, though, was the law enforcement. He tried to get yes. he tried to get yes. Biden to say, "Hey, name one name one law enforcement organization." And the Burisma and like, thing uh, with Hunter, yeah, that was a close yeah. second because I thought that was yeah. the best one. Then I saw the law enforcement thing, and he was smart because again, this is what I this is a common debate tactic I am guilty of using all the time is when you want to really get somebody on the defense, you ask them questions they can't answer. It's so simple and so effective. Biden was at first kind of able to skirt out of those. He would just keep going, talk about something else, and then interrupting, interrupting, and pile on, pile on. He did get, and and I'll say one thing Trump did get do well, 
he did kind of bait Biden into saying some like other shit. Like he yes. started like, yeah, like, like, did you notice, did you notice that? Like he started, started baiting him to getting, well, he like, got him to say on tape. I don't want to defund the police. He got him to say yeah. on tape. I, that's yep. the green new deal is not mine. So yeah, he, this is the good, this is the good strategy right here is that yep. you don't want to unify the moderates and the radicals, which is something that could have happened with Biden, but Trump was able to make Biden piss off the radicals because Trump was saying, Oh, look, he supports all these radical things. And Biden goes, no, I don't. So he fucks over his own base. So that's, that to me, like you said, yeah, he bait him into that. He bait him into saying on tape that Hunter Biden did not receive the money and that that's all false. Even though I think that's an issue that's not going to be the top one. I think the law enforcement one's like the best because Trump clearly has hundreds of law enforcement endorsing him. We all know he's a law and order guy. We all know the cops like Trump and the back the blue stuff. And when he said name one police union or law enforcement group that supports you but he did he and, and you noticed one. no so so he he did he said that he didn't support the green new deal but he said that somehow that the green new deal would pay for itself oh, so there's kind of a little part. bit yeah there was kind of a little bit of a a, a, a flippish like there was like a little bit of a flippish floppish like which is which is almost just as important. Like if you could just kind of, you get them to teeter, you you I think you got them. Like, mm -hmm. I I like I I like that response. Uh, but Antifa, I don't think yeah yeah the Antifa one was great. And, and did yeah. you see Chris Wallace brought up the fine people hoax? He's like, oh, you called the bad people Charlottesville fine people. Total lie again. Yep. And I wish yep. if there's one thing I wish Trump did better at was just quickly debunking these things and moving on. I know you don't want to kind of focus on these things because it gives it more oxygen and makes it worse, actually. But he should just quickly debunk it and move on, um, which he, you notice he started to do at the end because he came back to the the losers and suckers fake news about the military. He said, by the way, that's like a total lie that your people made up. See, because he realized he's got to kind of, you know, correct that. Um, but the idiots Chris Wallace tried to lump in the Proud Boys of white supremacists. I was like, "Will you defend that? Will you condemn the Proud Boys?" And he, Trump goes, "Proud Boys, stand by." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Sir, awesome. yes, sir, Lord, Master, General, Leader." That that shit pissed me off that Wallace tried to do that, and that's where I could see the left wing bias because that's something a leftist would say. Or a fake conservative. It's just like, there's like these little litmus tests. It's the Proud Boys. It's Alex Jones. It's Milo. It's Loomer. Like you can tell if these people think these people are Nazis or they say bad things about them. You're like, yep, you're not one of us. You're not one of the cool people. Okay, let's see what the media is saying, because that's kind of what matters more than what happens in the debate in some ways. The Hill is saying Biden projects weakness, tough style to Americans. That, again, that is where Trump is always strongest, is being the strong man. And I think yeah. in the beginning, he effectively made Biden look weak. In the middle is, I think, Biden's best part. Act two is where Biden won. Act one, Trump won. Act three, kind of back and forth, honestly. Trump won some, Biden won some. Who won more in the end? 
I really don't know, and I don't think it matters. I think this is honestly a tie. You could argue this debate is a tie, or you could argue Trump won. I think that the fact that it's a tie, because it honestly shouldn't even be close. It should. I think the fact that it's a tie is almost a fucking one. It could be because again, like you said, him just doing, like getting a fifty percent when they expect him to get like a zero percent on his test makes him win, kind of. Yeah, that's sort of what I've been saying. See what Drudge is saying. That hack. Yes, I'm safe, Phil. Uh, let's see. CBS. Well, CBS poll. Who won the debate? Guess who fucking won? Guess who won according to the CBS news poll? Ooh, I I bet it's Trump by a huge margin. Yeah, you're only <laughs> off by a lot. <laughs> How much are they having Biden winning? Uh, let's see. Forty-eight to forty-one. That's actually not bad. I mean, like, look, I I get your, I, I agree with your point that you're making through your sarcasm, but, but, think about reading these polls. Me, are. sarcastic? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you would never. <laughs> never. Like, one of my volunteers I was texting was like, I hope you're kidding about this now. I'm like, kidding? Me? No. No, 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 no. I'm Mr. Serious. We don't kid here. This is the camp. Trump campaign. We don't kid around. I'm a Trump supporter. No, I don't kid around. I don't troll. You know, it's like, I don't know, America needs to learn comedy. But, um, that's not bad. That's actually not bad. You know, considering how rigged those polls are, and how it's literally only been, like, what, 20 minutes since it ended? That's actually not bad. For a CBS poll. Hmm. Drudge has a clown emoji. Debate circus. Now will you shut up, man? Oldest candidates in history. <sighs> Drudge. Uh, I don't read him ever. Where else can we get? Let's okay, let's watch some. I I know this is gonna be painful. Maybe we need like a disclaimer on the video now, but let's tune into a little CNN. I also think. I also think that uh, there's a lot more to pick apart on what Joe Biden said than what Trump said for the debate. Yeah. A lot more. A lot more. Because, I mean, he's kind of... There's, there, there was definitely a lot of low lights, a little, little bit of tripping tripping on his own words that's something lying he's actually kind of bullshitted a lot too which kind of you know which kind of surprised me i was well i mean i didn't i didn't think i mean not the not not that that he did but the the level to which he kind of did it um i i mean i knew i mean he's a democrat of course he was gonna lie but like like the level to which it happens. Uh, there's some stuff. I, I, well, I think I'll... yeah, it was like everything he would like. Whenever Trump would get on something, he would immediately lie, and mm. that I I think in the end that doesn't really matter. But what I think no. does matter is his stumbling because that was something I noticed. Yeah, I noticed yeah. he repeatedly would be like, 
we need a b b b b b a million dollars uh to, and it's like you it just it took me out of it i'm like you old fuck like get it together man you know it's like whereas again trump has the energy and the strength and like i don't know if any of this really changes any votes i don't think it actually does no but i think it shows you and teaches you a lot and it's going to be mm. interesting how they come out in round two i think round two is going to be the more interesting one I think right now, I think right now, it's probably, it's probably going to look like Biden held his own. But I yeah. think that the long, the longer we wait, the more I think the flaws are going to be seen in Joe Biden's debate. Like it doesn't, you don't really see it as much like when it's actually happening, but it's like, well, I mean, you do kind of see it, but like, like, dude, people can play back. Like, people can play back these debates now, so they can like, they can see all you, all your little fuck ups, and especially like, well, of course, I mean, Chris, Chris Wall. I mean, Chris Wallace. What the fuck to say about that? Oh shit? God, God, piece of shit of the week. <laughs> He just, he really, like, like, I can't understate how he's the biggest loser of all this. He just was atrocious. At first, I was kind of like, okay, he's just trying to be the, I'm the middleman here. I'm, I'm not a part of this circus. I'm so intellectual and so substantive. Like, I thought he was just playing that silly role. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. But it just got worse. And he kept bringing up hoax after hoax after hoax and never fact-checked Biden on these hoaxes. It was like, dude, this is so clear. And then he was even laughing with Biden. You know, did you see that part near the end where Biden's like, he said something snarky and Chris Wallace was like, ha, 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 I totally agree with you. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm a common man here. I'm so decent like you. It's like, dude, I hate this idea because, like, Chris would be like, let's have a serious debate now. I think the American people want some substance. No, they don't. <laughs> they say they do, but they don't, okay? Nobody cares really about substance. They really, really don't. If they did, they would be Googling both candidates, making freaking, like, PowerPoints and, like, spreadsheets comparing them and, like, fact checking every little thing and like tallying up the lies what nobody gives a shit about substance i mean trump knows that and that's why he ran um without going into super specifics because people get confused and lost and it gets complicated nobody likes complicated they like simple to the point something they can digest and understand trump understands that and that's what he always did and that's the one thing I think, too, you could see come out of this is a lot of what maybe Biden's goodish points, you could call them, are going to get forgotten. I don't even fucking remember them now. There's yeah. no standout. Like, it just, I don't know. Well, let's see. CNN is coming up with a instant poll. Ooh. Wow. Instant. They're getting better look right, looking anchors. Wow, I'm impressed. Start going after these instant polls. Dude, fucking yeah, dude. polls. We we need to find a way to like. Actually, here's the thing. Do you think polls being manipulated against us actually helps us? Um. Well, I mean, I don't think it helps or hurt hurts us because like people know, 
by now that the these polls are bullshit like yeah like it, it's 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 almost common knowledge that these polls are garbage like it's 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 actually surprising to me how much they still push them like they still push these polls on tv and stuff i'm like like you realize that most of these people don't believe in these polls anymore right i think also i do agree i think post 2016 i well here's actually here's the thing too maybe it's because it's like the politically world i don't know i get so many people that um even my volunteers are like how is Biden? They, they are, but today, two of them mentioned the same poll. They're like, I heard not Biden's nine points head in Pennsylvania. How is that possible? How are more uh, look people? Look at the source. I know. And that's why I quickly look. say. So, does that. Do these polls discourage people? Do they make them more motivated to I think work harder sell. and campaign I think they harder? sell. I think they sell to their base. Like, it's one of those. It's one of those things. They fudge these polls to kind of make their base feel good. Mm. You know, like, like if, uh, I don't know. I, I'd like if a C, if the C, CBS poll, right? So if CBS poll um, has Biden up by a, quite a bit, it's like, well, obviously they're, the CBS news viewers are fucking liberal. And like so, yeah, you're they're gonna like it, right? They're gonna be entertained, and it's gonna keep them on there. Like, oh yeah, we we totally got this. Scott Adams is agreeing with me. <laughs> I'd call it a tie, he said. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, in terms of, in terms of like who, like I, like who won? I guess I, I would. Trenton's I guess it saying, depends. Yeah. I guess it depends on how you look at it, really. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to look at it as to how the general public looks at. But that's you could look at it. Hard. You could look at it like Alex looks at it, like oh, because you know, because they weren't expecting much from Biden. That like oh, they might expect that Biden came out looking like maybe maybe winning, like in some people's eyes. I I feel like. I, I I think a lot of people are seeing Donald Trump winning because what because of the level of difficulty that Chris Wallace clearly gave him. Um, I I just don't I I don't know. I mean, I guess does it does it change opinions? I I I heard I don't see how it does. I think if it doesn't change opinions, it's a tie because I think. I'm trying to find maybe like an agreeable definition of a win in a debate. To me, a win in a debate is you do good, your opponent does bad to the point that you gain either momentum or votes or hearts and minds change. In other words, you come out of that debate with progress. And I don't just mean progress in terms of like, because you could argue Biden made progress, but I mean actually like progress with the middle, not with your base or not with, I don't know, actually, maybe I'm kind of rambling here, but like, I think you know what I'm trying to say, which is like, when you win a debate, like, you don't just have a good night, like, your opponent hurts a bit, you do better, and you 
you gain some ground. Maybe that's a better way to put it. You gain ground. I think if nobody changes their minds, you didn't hurt, you didn't help. It's really nothing changed. So it's like, okay, this debate could have happened, could not have happened. N nothing would have changed. So I think it is a tie, but I think Biden's campaign is probably a little happier tonight than Trump's campaign. Trent is saying this was Biden's ceiling. Trump landed his blows, controlled the conversation, hit Biden on policy until Biden was often confused. Trump could have hit harder, but didn't and left some things on the table. That is true, like the hoaxes. Uh, but then again, he'd probably be overdoing the interrupting even more. Biden did well enough to stay in the fight, but Trump took this round. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, if you if you wanted to say that Trump won, but he didn't win by as much as maybe he should have, I could I could take that one too. Me too. I think that for me that's like a fair one, but but at the like I it's hard for me to really argue that because because it was such an uneven playing field. It was not an it was not an even playing field at all. Yeah, and I think too. Um. um I think neither well, actually I shouldn't even say that. Okay, let me put this. I don't think anybody had a major fuck up that like you're gonna remember for ten years. I think though, like you said, Biden has more things on tape now that will in the long term make him look bad. I don't think Trump really had yep. that. He had some things that are gonna spin, like he didn't condemn white supremacists. He didn't say he would accept the results of the election. But that's like tired old stuff. You have stuff of Biden saying that he's never safe. Like Antifa's an idea, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Well, what was that too? Like where they're talking about like climate change and shit. Oh, that was like, so I stupid. What the fuck are we talking about climate change? I knew what Wallace was gonna do. I literally said it out loud, and he did. I'm like, he's gonna make Trump look like the climate change denier, and like. Why do you disagree with scientists on this and that? It's like, dude. Honestly, what the fuck does it matter? Like, what Trump said, what he was right. Like, that what's going on in California has got nothing to do with fucking climate change. It's all, all this stuff, you know, forest management is one thing. And also, you know, their decisions to go and switch to this, like, green economy instead of, like, updating their infrastructure is largely what caused this. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of, like updating their fucking electric grids and stuff you know they let it go to shit because they're putting all this money into like solar which if you ever looked into that you know there's no real good way to go and store solar energy you either use it while it's like being generated or it's basically fucking lost like only a fraction of it's able to be stored so you end up having a situation where electricity is expensive and they dumped all this money into solar and it's going nowhere. Like mm. it didn't help when they needed updates of their electric lines, which from what I understand that that's what caused the blackouts. And that's what caused what's well, causing some fires because the um the cables and stuff will start sagging and they'll be, you know, full of electricity and just cause shit to catch on fire. What's up, Apex? What's going on? Hey dudes, how's it going? What was your so? What was your take? I know you were probably sharing your goodies with uh, goodies with Sam. 
what, what was your what was your take in, on on this? I actually I haven't given my take to anybody yet, man. Because Sammy asked if anybody wanted to go live, and then he went. He's like on Do Not Disturb. I don't know what he's doing, but uh, mm. my t- you know I was actually I was actually at work, and as you guys may or may not know, I work in a sort of retail setting, so I I have a store and customers come in and out. Okay. But I had this shit. I had this shit playing on my phone in my like uh, breast pocket, and was walking around laughing like a fucking lunatic uh, through most of it. So I couldn't really watch it. I couldn't see like how they were acting. But um, I'll say the first thing is whatever drugs they got Biden on, they need some stronger shit because it, it started to wear off uh, there towards the end. But I was imp- I was actually impressed with how articulate he was at first. That was the first thing that struck me. Uh, and then um, uh, the the further it went, it was clear we were looking at a two on one, which I mean, mm-hmm. everyone was kind yeah. of expecting. I mean, the softball questions and the avoidance of, uh, you know, any breaking news uh, in regards to, you know, Russia and Hillary Clinton and all, all that good stuff. Um, I mean, I uh, there was only one moment that I was like, ooh, uh, and that was the uh, the whole white supremacy, you know, condemning of white supremacists or whatever, which he did. He, he condemned white supremacy or white supremacists. But when asked to clarify, he was like, give me a name. Who do you want me to, you know, uh, who do you want me to condemn? And they're like, Proud Boys. Both Joe Biden said it first, and then the fucking moderator snatched that up. Mm-hmm. And was like, well, Proud Boys. And he's like, well, Proud Boys, uh, stand back and stay ready. Yeah, but he didn't uh, condemn like, them. Somebody's got to do something about I was like, I like Ooh. that. I, I like that. It. it was I a good way out of it. I like I it. I oofed at the way that it'll be perceived, but like that was the only, the so, only moment. Uh, but, but to me, but to me, I don't care. I don't care how they perceive it because mm-hmm. it's like it's already, it's all we because it's they're already, we we already know how they're gonna perceive whatever comes at them. Like sure. we were, just, I was just talking. I was just talking about it. Like Joe Biden could have just went on a. Uh, a dementia spree uh pants down and taking a shit in the middle of the stage and it still would have been viewed as oh biden did fucking great right well i guess more, a, sorry go ahead and finish it would have been a non-stop jerk-off fest but anyway go ahead yeah sorry. no I, I was just I, to, just to clarify i don't give a fuck what you know the hardliners on the other side think either yeah i was it was more of like the the people that I know in real life on the fence, yeah. the one thing that I've heard compl- people complain about or not complain about, but express concern about is his, uh, like they, people are becoming more and more convinced that he um, is oh, like, not just okay with the violence, but I mean, cause clearly he's, he shuts it down whenever it's asked right. to do so, you know, through the I, federal government, he makes that very clear. But like I, I, the, the way that might be perceived by, the, the Joe Blow that doesn't pay attention to this shit like we do. Uh, yeah. You know, because I'm sort of in that group. I'm half in, half out of that group. I think, uh, I think short term, I think short term, uh, I think short term Trump doesn't win. He wins the debate, but not by much. But I think as days go by, people are going to start to see like what kind of, like, like, how well Trump did despite the level of difficulty and it's going to make him look even better. It's just not yeah. going to be, I, I think, I, I think long-term they know they're, they're, they're scared. Like they're, they're scared for Biden and they have good reason to be. 
uh, because I don't I don't care what anybody says. To me, Biden was definitely on some fucking per- performance enhancers. No fucking doubt in my mind. I look at this I dude, no guys. I right I look at this. So yeah, you okay? So you you and I have like some serious uh, experience with that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah uh, exactly. Did you did you notice? Did you notice that like his eyes were like real glassy, kind of like you yeah, you know how like some people there. like take on he well I mean no, it looked like his eyes were like glass like you when you take something, your eyes kind of like I don't know they're they they have that like it's a, they got that you notice you notice it like that's why well when... yeah there there's 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 several things actually because like i mentioned most of it i wasn't able to actually watch um yeah. and since i was running on mobile i had it on yeah. like 144p anyway to not eat up all my data but when i did Whoa. Uh, i was able Potato. to get home um and and watch some of it and i backed it up a little bit um and the one thing that i did notice even on 144p uh uh, I couldn't see his eyes, obviously, yeah. at the time, but the way he reacted to everything, that everything that yeah. came out of Trump's mouth was like, uh, um, he, I mean, he reacted very, um, uh, like, neurotically. Yeah. The, the way he would, like, laugh about, or, you know, or, like, chuckle or smile felt, uh, real big. It felt like, it felt like off. Biden had a script. He did. He had it. Biden had an internal script. And 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 part of me, okay. So part of me, part of me wonders if if uh, Chris Wallace did Odonna Brazil in this debate. I thought there was already reports of that earlier today. There were reports seen of him, the debate questions, questions were given to Biden. Yeah, but I don't know how yeah. true. I feel like it looked like it because so so when you look at human behavior, right? It, it was like he was asked a question. And he had the script, right? He had scripted answers down, right? Talked about, had the script, mm. talked about it a little bit. And then as soon as they started extending the questions, that's when he started fidgeting. He started fidgeting. He started kind of looking around. He kind of started like, he's like, he kind of started having that like dementia, oh shit face. Like, well, yeah. And that's yeah, why I that's said actually, the most effective yeah. thing you can Go. do is to take him off script. It's very yeah. simple. Yeah. And we know yeah. this because of, I was even thinking this before a debate, so I don't want to make it sound like it's hindsight, but like, yeah. you could tell Biden was all controlled. Right. They were keeping him controlled and safe. So the easiest yep. thing to do is throw some risk into it. And Trump got that, and he was doing it. He just, you could tell throughout the debate, he realized he's got to do it more. He's got, yeah, pump he had on the to. Offense. And th- this is this is part this is part why I'm not mad that Trump interrupted as much as he did because he really he felt like he had to. It yeah. felt like it felt like the the. the, the but then that feels like like desperate, he, you know. You know what? But it's I have like, a... go ahead, Phil. I, I don't, I don't know because. Like again, when people when people start replaying this debate, they're gonna see, they're gonna see Chris Wallace, and it was what I, I mean. It I'm I'm replaying a little bit of it now, and it's so, it feels it's like so one sided. Mm-hmm. Like you because you see he's he's interrupting Trump. Like whenever Trump is mounting something, it seems like Chris Wallace is is interrupting Trump. 
and it feels like he's not interrupting Joe Biden at all, right. like at all. Yeah. And I'm like, like this is this is something that if if someone if if we get enough of people to point that shit out, people are going to notice. Like people, are, it's going to be it's going to be bad. I think Chris um, but, Wallace was just dude, like didn't even do his job as a moderator. Like it was. I mean, I'm not one of those I think people. he did exactly what Biden wanted him to do. Yeah. He did exactly what Biden wanted him to do. Well, and I think Yeah, he did exactly that, what he was picked to do, yeah. I think it I'm starting to really think the questions were fed in advance because yeah. there were so many times you could tell Biden worded stuff so perfectly that it comes yeah, off fake. Right. Whenever so, yeah. this is why I don't like what what people like in politicians like um uh what's that fucking term? Um where they speak really well, articulateness. Yeah. I don't like that yeah. because I know it's fake. I know they're reading a script in their head, and it's like Good you're life, not coming man. off from the heart. And there were so many times where even if Biden was making what was technically a good point or something that's like a zinger, it's effective. I just sit there and go, "This is fake." Like, I, I just <laughs> it just like loses. It goes out one ear. Milo's take on this debate I'm going to jump in real quick with is kind of what I've been feeling, kind of what some of us have been feeling. He said, Trump smacked him twice. Biden did much better than rock bottom expectations. Trump looked like a child and deserved Wallace's rebukes, but voters have already priced his personality in. Elsewhere, Wallace clearly running cover for Biden, perhaps out of pity. Final results narrow Trump victory. Trump constantly interrupts yeah. his enemies while they're making mistakes. The most underreported mm. on but critical component of tonight's performance, Biden's terrible body language, looking at his feet while being attacked, communicating guilt and shame. And that's my problem with the interrupting, too, is, like, yeah. let Biden fumble it. Like, you got to kind of... And he's going to learn this. Like, look, we weren't yeah. there. We weren't thrown into a debate for yeah. the first time with this fucker. And I don't think... You know. I don't... Honestly, though, I, I don't... I think he's going to be... But, like, maybe... Maybe for the PBS, the PBS debate, he has a chance C-span. to to improve or C-SPAN. I'm sorry, um, both boring he, and useless. Yeah, well, <laughs> at least he has the chance to do it with that one. Uh, what was the other one? CNN, right? Uh, NBC or oh NBC? Yeah. Oh no, fuck no. He's not getting the benefit. He's not getting anything on here's, that one. Here's what's good about this debate happening now. Yeah. Like. The thing with Joe Biden, he could see Trump's debates from last year. Like they all know how he does, like how he speaks, yeah. how he talks. This is the first time, really, that you know Trump's seen Joe like really debate. Like you know he was in the vice presidential debates in like what 2012 or whatever. Yeah. You know, so that's that's so long ago. He can tell that he was a lot more equipped mentally back then. Mm-hmm. Now he, you know, Trump can go and see and you know, he sees his hand. And I think- that's a really good point. That is a really good point, Alex. That might that might be the best for me. That might be the best point of the evening because, like, I I mean, you you look at it and 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 again, I I just love football analogies. Um, yeah, like like if you've ever seen a backup quarterback come in and play, they tend to play really well because the other defenses have no, um, they have no playbook no on them. Yeah, they no, did. No they didn't prepare. They didn't prepare. They didn't have tape on them, so so they tend to do really well. Uh, one one of the examples was Nick Foles, right? Go going to E A G L E S. 
Yeah, well, he's 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 bears now, but uh, yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying. So next week, he's probably Foles probably isn't going to do as well because teams are going to prepare for him, right? The the, the opposing defenses are going to prepare. They're going to game plan. I don't think he's going to do as well. Um, where and and I think the same thing will apply to these debates now we've stuck like, like they've Trump has film Trump has some something to like okay I wait until he does this I wait until he does that and then I can counter then I can make a more you know a more calculated comeback or a more you know potent uh comeback or, or a counter yeah. I'm sorry um you know go ahead man by the way, by the way, uh, I know I, I'll di- I'm digressing here. The uh, he did Trump was right when he said that Philly. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of bad stuff going on in Philly, and you're right. And his name is Carson Wentz. Baboom! <laughs> Baboom! No, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Apex. No, I, well, I, I actually had a couple of something I was thinking about um, during while I was listening. Uh, and I saw, as I was scrolling through Twitter uh, right before I joined, Megan Kelly uh, actually made a more concise point of what I, or version of what I was thinking, which is uh, listening to it, Biden's like, you know, articulate as he came off so, at some times and made some decently valid points other times or sometimes together. He sounded like he couldn't, he couldn't handle uh, the president when he you know, would would interrupt him and stuff, and was constantly quiet. looking to crit. Yeah, and looking at his feet, and like you like you said, he was very beta, uh, mm-hmm. which is not a good. I mean, aside from everything else, the the overall tone of the hour and a half was not good. But the other thing I wanted to say before I forget is I thought about this beforehand, and I I had this idea like I I thought it would be really funny if Trump took like a like a caring fatherly approach uh, while still being himself. But like when Biden slipped up, uh, the many the many times he actually did, um, but you know Trump would be like, um, you know, show c- compassion or some versions, you know, some uh, you know sarcastic vo- version of compassion. But what I really would like it to see him do um, is to use thirty seconds of his two minutes to answer questions as concisely as he can at the moment, and then turn over the minute and a half hey, that the, he has. The audio isn't working. Two. I still hear him. I can hear him. Oh. What's oh, up, Stanley? Okay. Uh it's it's uh, not it's not going through on my stream though. No. Oh. Well I'll I'll leave and rejoin when I finish the point that I was making. Now you know what, Sammy, you fucking I lost it. Damn it. What was that uh, point you were making no. earlier, Alex, that Phil said was like the best one of the night? Could you say that again? So my point over here was that beforehand, you know, Joe Biden had the advantage of knowing what Trump's been doing for the past, you know, four years. He's seen him public speaking. He's seen debating in 2016, both in the president, in the general election and in the primaries. He knew what, you know, Trump's like basic, uh, you know, hand was for debate tactics. Trump, on the other hand, did not know what Biden's debate tactics were. The last time that Biden was really involved in the debate would have been the you know vice presidential debate, maybe some of the primary stuff, but that was mostly softballs. 
you know, no one was asking hard questions. They weren't hitting each other hard. Now that this has happened, Trump can see, you know, the advance, the weaknesses and strengths of Biden and how to go and take advantage of that. So that's really where the benefit I mean, comes yeah. from. Yeah, that is good. That's a solid point for sure. You guys can't hear me, right? Uh, yep. yep, I can yeah, hear you. Awesome. I, I got it. I got it fixed now on my end. Okay, Sorry about good. that. Uh, breaking news, the Proud Boys uh, say they're celebrating tonight, and they are confirming that they are standing by. Standing <laughs> back and standing by. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> I saw Milo forward it to his channel, and I see on Parlor the fucking Proud Boys are like, in all caps, oh, yes, sir, God. Proud Boys standing by. Oh my god, I almost died. Let's go, let's go. I I feel like there was a, there was one uh there was one moment where uh Joe Biden was talking about China and and he was like he was talking about oh we're we're our the debt to China has gone up since then. Like he's 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 terrible. And then Joe Biden or, or and then Donald Trump's like Joe Biden, like China would eat your lunch or some shit. Like, yeah, China, like it was just, it was so bad. Like his, like I think, I think his responses were good. Like his off the cuff responses were were really good. And I think a lot of a lot of the interrupting is like, feel like, yeah, he he interrupted a lot, but like I. I felt like Chris Wallace really got in the way a lot. And I think once you start seeing the replays, you once you see the replays, you'll see that he played into a lot of that fuck it that that a lot of those interrupt a lot of that interrupting stuff too. And I think well well, I think the one thing the one thing I will say, I will definitely concede that Donald Trump may have like, you know, may have been weak on was he started getting i think he started getting pissed off at chris wallace like oh, as yeah. soon as as soon as he started yeah. like he, he he looked like he was getting pissed at chris, at chris wall and he started and he started getting aggressive with chris wallace which you know uh, i'm okay with just be the alpha <laughs> like i just like just, just be the alpha just yeah, be but, the alpha but I, and I, I want to point something out because uh, one of my mods, John Arcade, brought this up during the uh, debate that to us, it looks like, you know, we see Wallace as what he is, which is throwing, uh, you know, soft to, to uh, Biden and, you know, acting nicer to Biden. But the one thing that concerns me about that is to the normal to the uh i guess normie person Stop. don't don't say normie don't <laughs> say normie well i i well i'm sorry phil but normies do still exist unfortunately and no, that that is that is that is that is absolutely 100 percent false normies uh, do no, no longer exist those are lies <laughs> those are lies sammy it, 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 well it, it makes it makes it seem like you know trump is bad or, or whatever but, that, but the the media is going to jerk off chris wallace oh they're gonna, oh yeah they're gonna jerk him off hard oh very hard the, he was yeah. the rational voice in the debate yeah oh, he, he was the, the the same one in all this chaos oh. it's gonna be a hand job with cocoa butter okay <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be bad like it's gonna be 
absolutely. Oh, Chris Wallace was such. He was the 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 father figure in the room. He was the yeah. I'm like, oh Jesus, are you talking about that fucking dude? No, nope. was bringing up all the hoaxes and shit. Uh. And please, it's it's not gonna be a it's not even gonna be a hand job. It's gonna it's gonna be a straight up deep throat that the media mm, does right. for uh. For like Christmas. oh, by the way, by the way, um, one of the things that really pissed me off about Chris Wallace tonight. He mentioned something along the lines of, he said, oh, Donald Trump, you mentioned uh, that the the crime, uh, the violent crime was going up in Democratic-run cities. Well, a recent study said that uh, Republican Republican cities were were, were online. I'm like, are you fucking high right now? (laughs) All right. Like, let let, now maybe maybe I maybe there's some news channel that I might not be looking at or something, but I don't recall any Republican cities being lit on fucking fire. Okay. I don't recall. I don't recall that Nike stores in red cities getting beaten down and jacked of all their shit. Okay. So imagine actually Republican cities existing. And I don't just mean like small cities, which there are. Yeah, there's technically some. Oh yeah, but there's I mean like, but like I mean like these cities, like fucking New York City, San Francisco, uh, Seattle, Philly, Detroit, Miami, like I mean and, these and not only that, at best it's at best that statement is misleading because a lot of these cities <clears throat> no longer have ways to report what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like the police are gone. The police have abandoned the police abandoned Minneapolis. So they abandoned Portland. They abandoned Seattle. They abandoned New York for the most part. And it's like, well, how do you how do you gauge the intensity of the violence that are going on in these cities when the police when the police and the means to report on on accurately on the number of violence violent issues that are going on with that particular city have been dwindled down to almost nothing. Well, and, and here, and here's the bigger question too, about that study. And here's the question I have for Chris Wallace. Where, where did that, where did that study come from? Right. You know, it's some. come on, you know, it's some bullshit, some, uh, well, probably, probably some bullshit media matters type well, thing. Oh, well, hey, where we got them. Well, exactly, but why didn't Chris Wallace even say that? I mean, he's a journalist and you know supposedly a a news commentator. Like, what's what's the old saying? Cite your sources. Yeah. And he he didn't do that at all. I'm not surprised. I was I was ma- I was masturbating with my Ouija board, and I just came up with these numbers. I think also, um, uh, dictator Phil, everyone. <laughs> Nuance Bro had a good take here. I think that kind of, kind of is along the line some of us are thinking. He said, "I think Biden came off better in the end. Trump had a few decent moments with the 308,000 dead military members talking point and pushing Biden to answer on court packing." Yeah, another one I forgot of where he in the beginning, early on, realized that you got to take Biden off script and make him own up to these radical positions. Walsh should have really pressured by an answer that, but otherwise Trump interrupted way yeah. too much. Also, great moment from yeah. Trump on yeah. the law enforcement endorsement question where he asked by name a single law enforcement group that supports him and Biden could not name one. I agree that was a 
probably the best yeah, moment. Yeah. Best Trump. And he best wouldn't moment. even fucking say that he was for Law and Order. Like he couldn't even say the well, words Law and Order. That is a Twitter moment, right there. That yeah. is a Twitter moment, right? Somebody's gonna pick that thing up and blast it on Twitter. It's a, a like, I think there's more Twitter moments for Biden. Like I, that's what I'm saying. The long, the long game favors Trump because you know. The, the people on the internet are champions always. Well, to, to further Alex's analogy, it's like a fucking championship team playing, a, you know, an unknown in a series right. of seven right. uh, for the first time. Like this yeah. team is completely unknown, probably has some good fucking players. Otherwise, they wouldn't be playing with the world champions, uh -huh. uh, you know, going in. I mean, I wouldn't say completely blind because obviously they I think Trump had an idea that Wallace was going to be on Biden's side and the sort of you know, you know, lame duck shit he was going to uh, say. But now we're we're going to game two and uh, the championship team and their all their coaches now have some some tape to study. And yeah, I mean, for sure, uh, they you know, Biden may have squeaked out game one. Uh, but, you know, if we're talking best of three, which obviously the entire election doesn't come down to, to the fucking debates, but it's entertaining as fuck. I can't remember. I mean, I, I haven't heard as many I, people in my life excited about any sports game. Like, collected, like, so many people oh, talking. By about, the way. Uh, like, one thing. That, thanks, for, thanks for reminding me, Apex. By the way, fuck Ben Shapiro, okay? Has anybody seen, what it, has anybody seen his Twitter page? Oh, no. Let's dive down that. Fuck him and the horse he rode. Did, did he jerk off Chris Wallace? Please tell me he didn't. No, he was okay. So basically, he was saying he was saying this whole thing was a dumpster fire, which, eh, but he was. Yeah, he's not wrong on that. So here, here's but but here's here's the problem that I have. Like, here's what I have. We're, we're, we're I just don't like that take. It's such a normie take, you know. It's a shit show, man. I mean, both sides suck, this, man. But, but that that. That that that's that was my point though earlier, guys. Like or like or not, normies yeah. do still fucking oh, exist. Yeah. I, I mean, un yeah. unfortunately, I said the same thing, man. Go ahead. Sorry. And I mean, jo I mean, Johnny's Johnny Arcade is right that this is going to. I mean, I my take on it is I think people were. Uh, I think the big question here was whether or not Joe Biden would even show up um, tonight. That well, that was the speculation. I never. Look, no, I don't know. I I, that the, one like... of his tweets. One of his tweets. He was so he, like Ben Shapiro was so. Um, he was so he was he was so cynical. Like where it was, for him it was annoying. Like for him it was annoying. Like when we are cynical, right? It's engaging and it's still pretty fucking funny, right? When he does it, it's just lame. Skin it's just fucking lame. Like mm. I don't know. Well, like like oh, the, one of his is like I literally have no idea who won this debate. I just know we all lost. I know I, I had fun. Shit. I know I had fun watching this debate. I don't care. I know Biden. Look, look, you could say who won, Trump or Biden, but I got to say, I had fun watching it. Mm. I yeah. did. Well, yeah. There was a lot of entertaining moments. A lot of entertaining moments. 
But Phil, Sammy, what are you... co-sign... Sammy, hold on two seconds before uh, before you go to co-sign uh, what Johnny was saying. I was kind of saying the same thing earlier about the Proud Boys moment, which us on the internet, us that spend any yeah, relative nobody gets the amount Proud of time. Like, that's a well. It's not just that because it was lumped in with white supremacists. Yeah, remember, like they, they did that little yeah. switch right on the dot. Yeah, and I mean Trump said Proud Boys and you know stand back and stand by. But to the normie, which is exactly – I hate to use I, I that term, think, and I didn't use that term. But, but I don't I, think you know, this is that's the thing why people like, are going to remember. I don't think people are going to remember Trump told the Proud Boys to stand by. I think they're going to mm. remember the interrupting, and they're going to remember <clears throat> that this was just a mess. That's all they're going to remember. I think, it depends yeah. on, I think it depends on what the media perpetuates. And if they latch onto that, then that's what – I guarantee you, come tomorrow morning, I will have messages from my fucking liberal best friend who's i've just i've honestly been ignoring for the last couple of days because i don't i there's no way through there's no way through i i, I have no way through i can't do it the liberals are always saying trump's racist like this is such a yeah. beaten down it's boring, a worn out worn, worn out, out dead yeah. meme so even if trump literally so are his taxes though what was that you know so are his taxes yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, and both are nothing. Old. Nothing. None of those. Both of those things aren't going to change a single vote. The only yeah. things that worry me are the coronavirus because people are feeling it, and that's where Trump was strong because he says, "I want to keep the country open. I want to get people jobs. This guy wants yeah. to shut it down. That's shit that matters." Yeah. Um, this stuff about climate change and about proud boys. Nobody's yeah. gonna remember that because nobody cares or can connect the dots. If they said the KKK, like, well, you can do yeah. the KKK. Like everybody knows what the KKK or, or even is. Straight up, yeah, or even straight up white supremacists. If it was like white supremacists, <laughs> stand back and stand by. You know, like that would be bad. But yeah, I mean, again, anybody that knows what the Proud Boys are are gonna know. They're they're going to be on the internet like us, just uh, clearly on the other side of the spectrum. If they <laughs> can connect Proud Boys. They're to not going to forget. They're not going to forget Biden saying Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Mm-hmm. Oh, so <laughs> they're not going to forget that. Like <laughs> Donald Trump's like, you got to be kidding me. They've got a flag, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Thanks for thanks for bringing uh, that up, though, because. During the uh, debate live stream, I, I was screaming, when is Biden going to condemn Antifa for uh, Jay, uh, for, I can't remember, remember the guy's last name, but the guy who was the, killed. Yeah, the, the Patriots for prayer, Prayers for Patriots or whatever, the, that guy. Yeah, yeah, Jay, Jay Bishop. Thanks. Um, thanks, chat. Yeah, what when, it, when was Biden going to... Uh, when is Biden going to condemn uh, Antifa for Jay Bishop? And for for Biden to say that Antifa is not a terrorist group, but an idea, that honestly left my jaw on the floor. That is fucking scary that he he said that. Because, I mean, that's like, that's what Al-Qaeda says about themselves. We're not we're not a terrorist group. We're a freedom fighting uh you know, idea. 
Uh, That's what every terrorist group says about yeah. themselves. Like Che Guevara said, he was a freedom fighter. Well, yeah, and then, but but what I'm saying is, Biden just practically confirmed that for them, basically. Yeah, that sounds about um, right. By the way, fuck Twitter, okay? Uh, fuck Twitter. Uh, yeah. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Okay? You're back though, man. Just a little slap on the wrist. Bullshit. It is. What was it again? Bullshit. I was. I was. I was responding because to the to the rocks twitter video that said he basically endorsed uh biden and kamala I'm like jesus oh, oh like my God. and basically i called uh so so okay so i did call the rock a, a hollywood whore but uh that that's all but it's it's accurate I mean, look, he, he is. I mean, I've called women cunts on Twitter, and I've I mean, been suspended. I mean, he he's he's a he's a he's a hooker on the side. He's a hooker on the sidewalk, and Will, Winnie the Pooh is a fucking paying customer. And yes, Winnie the Pooh <laughs> equals China. Okay. Yeah, and, I, and, and they got me on that. Like, there's so much fucked up shit on twitter and they've like how dare how dare pluffy phil go after the rock you're on the wrong side of the political spectrum my friend that's all yeah. uh, oh my god one of these people one of my chats is like i think we should get trump in our zoom calls and suggest some strategies i don't think yeah. the fucking president wow. of the united states that's made 10 billion dollars yeah. is gonna take your pathetic ass advice Oh, I hate when people do that. I know Milo bitches about that a lot now because I see people always yeah. want to do this. They will like look to like up to these like people that are successful, that have built things, that have become celebrities and sold millions of books, albums, you name it. And they're like, you know, I have this great idea that you've never thought of, and I may not be as rich or successful and as powerful as you, but, and then you try to expose their wisdom, and I'm like sit down <laughs> you know it's like uh, and and what another thing I, I think that nobody like they made a big deal about that i don't think anybody really truly honestly gives a flying fuck about is the, the taxes like trump's taxes like i don't think anybody gave a flying fuck about the taxes outside of chris wallace joe biden and a couple of weirdos on fucking twitter like i, well, I look at I look at it, I was like, even if it is true, even if all all Trump did was pay $750 in taxes, you know, my response is, how the fuck do I get, how the fuck do I, I get an that. attorney like that? Yeah, like, that's a good deal. Shit. I like how they like, think, and they act like people are like upset over that. Everybody would be, if every, any fucking person was in his situation they do the same thing humans are selfish exactly. and they want to exactly. save money i mean that's where i think people... you're mad because trump is smarter at the yes. system than you yeah. are yes that is it and that's why i hate when the people problem... want to give him advice i'm like dude 
he was able to get away with 750 bucks in income taxes. He's a hell of a lot smarter. Which, which we're we're starting to, which we're also starting to get conflicting reports that that's like I don't even think it is that. No, it is. Well, but well, here's here's the thing too. You got to think. Do you think Trump is doing his own taxes? No, no, he's no, probably he's never done it in no. years. He probably has a fucking team of no. But but he's yeah but but yeah he's done he's done similar shit over the course of decades and you know he knows he knows how to do it because he explained it he literally explained it on his tweets right and that that he's talking about the debt the his debt to asset ratios and all that stuff I'm like dude I'm, he did a pretty good job of explaining it yeah you know during the debate tonight right there that that. That explanation tells me that he knows more in those couple of tweets than any of these motherfuckers. Like, he knows more than AOC, and she's supposed to be a fucking econ major, which, of course, that's like, you know. Yeah, socialist econ major, that's, that's... I don't know. I don't know how the hell she graduated that's with like an econ degree. Well, I do, but... Wait, guys, did you did you catch towards the end... Where when they were talking about the Green New Deal and talking about the cost of it and shit, where yeah. Biden was like, "The Green New Deal will um, pay for itself. It will pay for fucking, itself." In what fucking and then, world? Well, no, and then Trump's like, "So you do support Green New Deal?" He's like, "No, I do yeah. not support the Green New Deal. I support the Biden deal." I'm like, "Holy shit!" Biden, I mean, it was deal. like, "What's the Biden deal?" Yeah, what the fuck yeah, is that? Well, it's the Green New Deal. It's yeah. the Green New Deal. Because he already endorsed it. That's a good example of why I keep saying substance, policy, specifics, and like just this topic in general are meaningless. Because if nobody knows what the buying deal is, this is uh, nobody's going to remember this part of it. They're just going to remember that probably the, the they don't know Biden's plan. It's like with Hillary. So let me. With immigration, Let me ask you guys. we didn't know her plan. Does anybody know what Hillary's immigration plan was? No, but we knew Trump was build the wall to poor illegals. Simple. You remember it. That is a simple problem yeah. with any sort of complex thing. Is like you're just not gonna remember that shit. So, so that's why. Ask, I, that's, did anybody? Did any just, of you mention? Oh, I'm sorry about that. Did anybody you mention? Uh, did any of you hear anything? Any mention? Of Trump's platinum plan? Mm. No. See that to me, that would probably be a, a that would probably be a, a boo boo check mark yes, for Trump too. Wasn't even because did you see? Look that plat. Look, look that platinum plan is a fantastic plan. It's fantastic. Like he, you could tell people did a whole lot of work. A whole lot of work. His platinum plan was like his plan for black America, right? To me, when they were talking about race, that would have been the perfect time for him to bring this thing up. Yeah. And then and then and then go at Joe, what the fuck do you have? You've been in you've been you've been here for 47 years. What the fuck? You you have a 47 year head start. What the fuck do you have? Right? And I did I did and, and, but but yeah, I will credit Trump for saying that he's done more in 47 months than Biden has done in 47 years. That was a very cheeky move. I actually had to do the math on the fly. I'm like, did he just fucking overestimate that? Nope, he sure didn't. Like, nope. uh, very I love the comment where Trump made um, when Biden was saying like, Biden kept making these like nasty jabs, like you're the worst president ever. 
You're... They called him a fucking clown. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's kind of a, that's a pathetic insult because it's like, dude, original, check, original. Um, and well, he, he's right, but like, he did. He also then he didn't said, even stick with it though. Go ahead, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, the other thing he said too was like, um, I forget what he said something about like smart or something, and Trump goes like, "Don't you dare use the word smart." Yeah, that was good. <laughs> he's like, "Did you that was use that was the good. word smart?" <laughs> I was like, Twitter, Twitter was, Epic. Twitter was freaking the fuck out about that too. Like, so funny. like, uh, like, oh, like, oh my god, he he called he called Joe Biden dumb. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, he didn't he didn't call Joe Biden dumb. Biden was uh, Biden was uh, you know, saying that he that he's. Trump isn't smart or something like that. He's like, don't ever use the phrase smart with me. <laughs> yeah. I th- And I think the thing that was missing from this debate, too, other than this part, there was no, like, because you'd be in jail moment or bad hombres moment. That moment that, like, excites the base, but also it's just generally funny. You no know, Rosie O'Donnell moment. I think Trump, I think maybe his problem, I'm not trying to read minds, but I wonder if his problem was that he took this too seriously. If you know what I mean, I think you need a little more humor and a little looseness in there, like, and that's just something that you're gonna have to naturally do. But like, you know, um, when I he think, had that, I like, because was... you'd be in jail moment, I remember just dying. Yeah. yeah, I think I well, I think something you you have to leave a little something for the other debates. You do like you that mm-hmm. he had a lot of good moments. Trump uh, from from a funny standpoint. Trump had a lot of good moments. He had a lot of good moments, but not like, not like too much. Cause you get, you throw too much in there. You kind of set yourself up for disaster for the, for the, I think there was, I think it was proportionally right. There was enough, Mm. there was enough humor there to kind of, you know, because you'd be in jail when I think was in either the second or the third debate. I think it was the second one. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think gotta, it was the second one. You always set yourself. Look, a good comedian always sets himself up for a good punchline, or herself sets sets themselves up for a good punchline. Women, women aren't funny though, so you know. Okay, Chris hey, 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 Amy Schumer's fun. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, no, no, no. Women are definitely funny, just not when they mean to be. Kind of the Owen Benjamin type, which is you know makes sense because he's a fucking woman. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, there, there it is. There. Uh, see, I did not make the uh, obligatory Owen reference. <laughs> I'll say you, you were in good behavior today, Sam. You didn't. You didn't uh, fall. Yeah, apart. right. Hey, mine was a throwaway, though. Uh, you know, you guys all know the reference. It's just uh, women aren't funny unless they're not trying to be, and then it's funny. Okay, here's a That's poll all. by CBS. <laughs> It says, did you, tonight's debate made you think better of him, Biden, 38%, Trump, 24%, worse of him, Biden, 32%, Trump, 42%, no change, 30 34%. I don't know if that uh, means anything. Yeah, that, yeah, that, listen, those, those, um, those polls were the same in 2016. Yeah, those like, hot off the press they, debate they polls. Mean, they didn't mean anything. 
Oh, by the way, in unrelated news, I was going to save this for Saturday, but since we're here talking about it, guess who... Um, okay, does anybody see my tweets anymore, or am I shadow banned? No, I got you, man. I get everyone now. You're the literally the only motherfucking person okay. I have my notifications set for, and I get every goddamn one of them, Sammy. Okay, well, sorry you see my uh, simp tweets, but I'm, yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about those. Uh, the, one, the ones that I am referring to, though, is... Um, Hillary, Hillary Clinton, the real Supreme Dark Lord, unlike Teddy Spaghetti, now has her own, now has her own fucking podcast. Oh God, what? dude, I, I made the mistake, and bro. It's I made the mistake. I made the mistake uh, when I saw that on Twitter from iHeartRadio saying that that was coming out soon. I fucking either retweeted it or I have like bro, a I have like an itchy. I have an itchy like uh, like button or heart button uh, finger. Yeah, no. Uh, so like as soon as I clicked one of those two, I remember which one I did. I got an instant like thank you from iHeart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Tim, yeah, no. Tim Dillon, Tim J, Tim Dillon, very funny comedian. Uh, he had probably the greatest take uh, in terms of the uh hillary clinton podcast he said the greatest justice delivered in our time is that hillary clinton thought she was going to be president and now she has a podcast don't look for anything else that's it that's it <laughs> right then and there sorry i lost you guys uh, dude here. and that's the thing too it's like even though i'm not trying to grade our podcast but like if you're like the secretary former secretary of state former presidential candidate and you you downgrade to podcasting like holy shit that's something anyone can do well we can do it, <laughs> anyone can do it bandwagon jumper well yeah. no well this is what my friend e scorpio refers to as uh grifting mm. right <laughs> so so there are all these people that get get on a trend just because it is a trend and they, they grift and try and make money off of it. That's what Owen did when becoming a conservative. Same with Vox Day. Um, someone argues Cernovich, although, you know, I, I think Mike, Mike's done good work. But Hillary is definitely, I mean, she's been, she's been a grifter her whole entire life. You, like... Like, can you imagine how unentertaining that fucking podcast is going to be? Like, I can't even, I can't stand her talking in real life. And now she's going to do, like, and that's even with the CNN interviews. Now you're going to give her a whole fucking podcast? Yeah, like, what like, is I'm she going to do? Even if it's once a week, that's enough well, to make you want to kill yourself. What is she going to do? Like, have guests and stuff? Like, yeah, yeah. what? Well, well, okay. So, so do you guys want to read? Do you guys want me to to uh, to basically? I didn't listen to it, but I have the I have the synopsis of it. Of course you do. <laughs> I imagine they, it's gonna be she's uh, Hillary Clinton, the new Oprah uh, it, of the internet. But go ahead. It's fucking la it's fucking laughable. It says on today's podcast, 
Hillary Clinton talks about one of the things that is most important to her in her life, her faith. Huh. Which her faith. Oh, are you kidding me? What faith? I... Satanism? How important <laughs> Satan is to the devil? Spear cooking on this earth? Oh. Jesus. I, I bet Bill Clinton had a lot of faith in her, didn't he? And then, I mean, she had a lot of faith uh, in Bill. Then... Wait, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me. Sorry, I. All right, I put here we go. Hold on. Way. Let's let's here. This is one thing that that is gonna that could be interesting, right here. Just bear with me here. Spanish-speaking viewers of oh, Telemundo express their preference of who won tonight's presidential debate. Sixty-six percent said Trump won the debate. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty surprising. But uh, yeah, amazing. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. So. It's amazing. Hey, quick quick shift to gears, uh, and this is this is basically directed only at Dexter, um, only because I got you here. Have you watched that um, that um, cancerless gym episode of Ethan Ralph? That's uh, kind of blown up recently. That's something Alex. The Mr. The, I, I, yeah, I'm not a big medical. Is that Alex? Oh, is that Alex? Oh, I'm sorry. I got I got I, you guys mixed I, up. I fucking love that someone spliced together Jim shit to make it sound like actually sounds like something he would actually make. Like I actually had to double check it first, but like holy shit! I, I, I listened to it twice. I listened to it twice because I was certain that Jim was involved. But you can hear every audio splice when you're really listening for it. But it's just so perfect because it. I mean. All they're do whoever made it did a fucking excellent job, and Jim's never done anything so well produced. So you know it's not him, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a. I, I recommend anybody watch it because it literally does. It watches like a gym video, like somebody spliced together audio of of all of Jim's videos to make an hour long video about a, a person he's basically never talked about. So did an awesome job. It's fucking hilarious. Sorry for mixing you guys up. I don't know why I did that. Yeah, no, like, honestly, that's kind of scary, though. Like, that's not even using, like, AI or anything, my knowledge, but that's pretty much, like, a fucking deep fake on this. You know, not, not, I mean, it's more of, like, a fucking soundboard, but still, that's, that's pretty impressive. Like, kudos well, to whoever It's actually not the first time that's been done, either. The, the uh, MC Jarbo back in the day used to splice together clips of Matt Jarbo saying like really horrible things uh, about like raping children and uh, you know, getting cucked and just terrible things. And it eventually turned into making songs out of Matt's voice. And now Matt Jarbo is on board with it and like they're making songs together, but um, of the internet, people are, people are making algorithms. Um, to like sift through people's content to find certain words to fit like a script. Um, and that MC Jarbo character did just that. What's to be that? fair, they've had YouTube poop. Like it was kind of like a YouTube poop, but the way it was made, it didn't sound like you could, cause I don't know if you've, you're familiar with that whole like subgenre that was a lot more popular mm -hmm. like on YouTube. Or said, but no. basically like YouTube poop is when people would take like random shit. Like they'd use the old, uh, super mario brothers like i think they had a shitty game made for like some sega like it was, it was like some weird like seed not sega I don't, I don't even know who the fuck made it, it was like a sony like CD thing. they had the old legend of zelda games on there 
and they all had terrible voice acting. They basically make these elab like these fucking stories where like, you know, Link was like fucking someone and just just stupid yeah. shit. Cursing. They take like old King of the Hill episodes and do that too. But you can tell it was clearly fake. But like this one, honestly, like it took me a little while to really determine that Jim didn't make this. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it's well, it, it, it's weird because at first you can clearly hear some cuts. And then, like, the more you listen to it, I, I found myself, because, again, I've listened to it twice now, uh, but I found myself, like, both times uh, at different points, but finding myself just, like, listening to it, like, it was, a, I completely forgot that it wasn't him, because the things he's saying about Ethan Ralph, whom the topic of the video is, are so fucking poignant, but... Uh, that's I think that's mostly because Ethan has become all the things he's ever made of or made fun of rather um, and Jim has made so many videos making fun of people you know <laughs> there's so much audio of him out there it's anybody with the time and the um, you know the inclination to do it, it but I mean even still it's so exceptionally good the everyone's torn between believing it was Jim that actually made it or was part of it or uh, and sorry, uh, giving it just unprecedented praise because again, like like you said, it's anybody that's listened to a Mr. Medicare video, uh, I think will listen to this thing and be like, dude, that. I mean, even though you can hear a couple of splices in audio here and there, it's a fucking Jim video. Jim would be proud. Uh, poor cancer man. Yeah, I feel bad. Uh, feel very bad that you know Jim has cancer. Like honestly, he's been like he's been one of my favorite YouTubers for the longest time. He was like really what same he here into like back i used to listen to him back then i found him from this like stupid fucking like browser game called um it's either block or like politics and war i used to play <laughs> like, when i was in college and someone showed me a gym video and this was like it was like a couple months before he started diving into gamergate like back when he did like the tumblr or something like man he was, so by, he was the, by, the way, by the way rest in peace king face oh my god rest in fucking peace king face i didn't think that was real what happened? Uh, I had liver liver disease or something. Who? When? Where? What? Why? Yeah. Uh, he's a black and he's a popular black conservative. Uh, I I don't know if I don't know a great deal about him, but I've seen uh, him interact with Donnie a lot actually. Um, and he's, I mean, he's just a popular black conservative face and voice. Um, talking to people. Uh, wearing he's his fucking been, maga hat he's been helping push a lot of like you know a lot with within the black conservative community you know and um and it's you know it, it it's a shame because like 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 this this is this is a bright guy this is a bright guy and 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 he's very you know people followed him because he had a lot obviously he had a he had some stuff to say and well i mean you know, rest in peace. Hey, we'll, we're we're gonna keep the fight, though. So I have to say, I have to say, uh, since since it was brought up, I didn't retweet any of this because I didn't want to give it any attention. But I saw a couple of threads about it, and I wasn't sure that it was real because I saw so much shit talk, like laughing at the idea from apparently leftists. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I'm sorry, but you get what you stand for or you know things like that people are which well yeah the detachment from reality the left 
has little to no moral 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 code at all like because 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 like anytime any you, you you've seen over the last year anytime any any conservative conservative passes away it's like yeah good fucking rotten hell piece of shit like what the fuck is that yeah who was that fucking that uh that black well, dude recently oh fuck herman K. Name. yeah herman fucking kane dude yeah yeah that was one uh i think one of the coke one of the coke brothers i think he fucking died and they were like oh rotten hell well uh, like like I, I, now now look hey I mean, and I don't there's, death on anyone, but, you know. Yeah, look, and, and, and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of shit that I could say about about that, but it's like, and, and, mo- and I would probably agree with you, Alex, on pretty much most of it, if not all of it. But I, I, it's like, but there's a certain, like, there's a certain thing there. It's like when we, when we, you know, you talk about RBG, right? You know? It's like, yeah, did did we agree? Did we agree with her all the time? Hell no. Did we, you know, you know, but like, this is somebody who's a, who had accomplished a lot in her life, you know, and you know, if, if you're not going to say anything nice, don't say anything from, from a, you know, from, from that perspective, which, you know, I think we've respected that pretty much for the most part here. And, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like the left has no moral, real, really no moral code. Like well, they don't give a shit. Well, and I, 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 I think they, I think they think, sorry to cut you off, Sammy, but I think they think they have a moral code, which is what Black Lives Matter is, uh, what Antifa is. But they have, what they lack uh, is empathy and internal, yeah. they, 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 and I speak from, experience with my friend because i woke up this morning to five text messages from him about trump's fucking tax returns which aren't even released uh, as we yeah. all know this is just a report by new york times who refused to clarify where this information came from how they got it what it all means uh not to mention they contradict themselves from page one to page 58 yeah. all that all that aside um this man again i know i bring him up all the time but he's my real world connection to the other side uh, on this thing. And I'm really not even that right wing. I I find myself identifying more with conservative and right wing ideals as I get older, but I grew up a fucking retard leftist too. I thought everything should be free. Um, I thought the government, I mean, I thought all this, you know, my generation's version of, you know, hippie leftist fucking ideals. Um, And if I were still 17 or 18 right now, Bernie Sanders would be my fucking dude. I would have, I would have fucking gone to the end of the earth, and I probably would have cried both times. <laughs> he got fucking, you know, maybe not cry. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been on that side, but well, yeah, he never grew young, up. The young side, I know, and I know from from me too. It was like the young, the young, the young plus idealistic. The it's young the idealistic Phil was yeah. like it. See, it, well, it just the leftist shit looks good it just looks good right uh from uh you know it sounds great yeah it sounds very seductive but then the older you tends to look deeper into it tends to try to understand how that free shit works and then to realize that it's not free at all 
then it's like, oh, well... Uh, Here, I'll give you a small anecdote the, on that the, that happened to me over the past few days. The, I got an absolutely random text from a girl from high school that I haven't talked to in four or five years, I guess, now. And she was somebody that I always got the impression politically she really didn't, like... She wasn't really invested in it. And I think she kind of was more of a Bernie bro. And I remember a year or two after uh, I graduated high school, I think it might have been a year after, she sent me a picture of her at a Trump ride with her new boyfriend. I was like, oh, interesting. A little bit of a quick change maybe. Maybe it was just to kiss up to the boyfriend. I don't know. It is what it is. There's, not, there's nothing. There's nothing that changes your opinion quite like some alpha dick. <laughs> to be fair, like I have a funny story with that too. Like there's this one girl, and like I know she was a fucking like leftist, but like I don't think she really gave a shit about politics. And like mm. one day, she was, I don't know. She never. You know, there's some interesting stories about her. I you know, she asked me to take her out to like a Trump rally. I was like, what? <laughs> Base date, um, but I want to wrap up the story quickly because there's an interesting sort of end to this. She, I remember, I remember her texting me one day, like back in high school, saying like how she didn't like this one professor or this one teacher because they were too conservative. Now, she texted me a couple days ago saying, "Hey, Sean, long time no see. Like, I thought I saw you uh, at." in westchester at a like a trump parade i'm like well that would be my setting but i wasn't there and i started talking through like a little bit this just i was kind of curious what her intentions were honestly i couldn't really gauge it but she has another boyfriend i think it's another one a different one but she has a one but her boyfriend uh i'll explain that in a second but the first thing i learned was that she was in a setting where trump stuff was happening i was like okay interesting then i learned she's her boyfriend's a cop or is in the police academy. And then I learned she said she hates being at Westchester University where she's oh, I kind of dox that. <laughs> she hates being at this university because she said a lot of the people are too left-wing. They're too liberal. She literally complained that people were too liberal and it was hard to make friends and that she wants to express her views more but can't. And I'm like, wow. The how times have changed in a few years from like Bernie bro to sounds like a pretty hard Trump supporter now that hate went from, uh, the one from I saying actually, the, you know complain about people being too conservative now complain about people being too liberal like what the f- that is blows I mean it's a small anecdote but I think it's just it, it tells this is why I was talking about last month's show about the realignment we're seeing it's this sort of personality type that's anti-establishment. That could we know a guy that actually used to be a Bernie bro that went full Trump and was an amazing uh, oh, yeah, guy in the Trump club. Back, like afterwards. And yeah, and then worked. he kind of pivoted back, which I don't know what that's all about. But then I think he's picking pivoting back again. It's a little confusing. But the point is, there's a realignment happening, and I think she's a good example of that. And what were you saying about? You made some other comments. It's about Alpha something. Who, me or... uh, yeah, you, Alex. Well, I was actually gonna. I was actually gonna. Be- before you elaborate, I was actually gonna uh, comment on that. The idea of Alpha Dick uh, and to to play the other side of the fence here, uh, because my buddy, uh, 
again, the, the super liberal dude that I argue with almost every day, uh, his wife is one of I one of the first uh, she's a former girlfriend of mine going back like 15 years back in you know freshman year of high school or so and now he's married to her um, she grew up in a she grew up in a very conservative family and was very conservative when they met and he this is a this is a he holds this card very highly like this is his uh this is very important to him that when they met and they you know started talking and stuff they would talk some politics and and things and she was very much conservative slash republican and over the course what it breaks down to is over the course of weeks slash months uh he broke her down to the point that she what it sounds again it sounds like to me she just gave up and was like oh you know what i care enough about you to just agree with you uh or did you know just tell you that i don't care uh enough to look at it and say you know what you're right honey and that's fine and everything's okay and so from from this point forward he he holds her as like this this accomplishment card like mm. look you know you know her and you know uh, how smart she is and i convinced her that she was wrong all this time so let me convince you like no 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 just because someone tells you they agree with you uh after being berated for months on end and at your own admission berated you literally said the word berated mm. um if they care about you they're gonna just say you know what honey you're right I, you know especially a woman no no offense to the ladies that might be listening but you know if you know History is uh, history is riddled with, you know, uh, famous men backed by strong women that you know back their men. Well, I mean, not, I not always, have... but at least publicly. Well, yes, I agree with the public part of it, but I don't. I wouldn't say that somebody that agrees with like their. I mean, this goes both ways. Significant other cares for them. I think that's cucky behavior because I think you need to be able. I look relationships change i agree you. i agree that with that yeah because i think look at howard stern or look at um all these other people that gavin had a good bit on this where he says like you know you didn't fucking do this till you married this one chick it's like i hate the idea of like when and men i think fall to this more than women um which is like when you get pussy whipped or you get dick whipped i guess i'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Jesus, cough. You, you get COVID there, I think. I know. I don't know. It's something. It's something. Yeah, it's rough, man. Yeah, you got clear system. This is Meghan Markle. <laughs> That's actually probably a prime, a royal example of it. Of when you just throw all your principles out to appease some woman when you like just throw it out the window i think that's just pathetic i that's what i love about my relationship is like i know we disagree on some things and that hasn't changed and on the one hand i look as like well maybe i'm not thinking so openly but then i quickly realize no way that's actually great because that shows we believe in something we discuss it 
maybe we agree, maybe we don't, but we come out of it with honest opinions and genuine <sighs> opinions. Not like, I, oh, yeah. honey, you know, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, no, you, you're, you're so right. It's like, no. You're bitch. 100% right, dude. Yeah. You're 100% right, dude. I agree with that fully. Like, I mean, it's you like Harry cucking and like, oh, I'm not going to use my hunting guns anymore because Miss Megan doesn't like it, you know? On the other hand, too, I've noticed that, like, women don't seem to hold a lot of, like, values as strongly as men do as well. You also, you all, you also have to make sure I, you... I, you have to make sure she orgasms too. That is the most important thing. Yes, no, no, that's, no, no that's a because, fact. Because as many times as possible yeah. before female, you. It's very female, possible. When female, look, when females have an orgasm, it's like a life-changing experience for them. <laughs> life-changing. Religious experience. That, they have to that, swallow um, too, by the way. <clears throat> I mean, it's... That, but I mean, when they have it, it just alters that. It like alters their entire mindset. Like all together, but the mean? moment they experience it, it's like, it's like, uh, like okay, so, well, I, I I'm gonna do the uh, like I'm gonna do the Pablo Francisco explanation, you know, oh, it's like before, before you make her, before you, before you make her cut, it's like oh, okay, that's cool, just go out with your friends, that's fine, whatever, and then after. She wants to know where you're at at all fucking times, like because she's she's afraid you're gonna she's afraid she's never gonna feel that orgasm again because somebody else is gonna feel it. So it's like <laughs> she's well, got her claws deep. Well, I I have I have two th I have two things. Who is she? Uh, Who I are have, you fucking? I have three things. <laughs> a a to just to let Apex know a. Uh, Apex Jolly's in the chat, so um, Jolly's in the chat. Let's go. Uh, uh, no, no, the pirate, the pirates here. The party is just getting uh started. Are here. And, uh, now we're talking. <laughs> uh, it sounds like D live terms. Like we have pirates in the chat. We have Jolly's in the chat. Yeah, uh, if you uh -oh. kick, if, if if you kick him out, mm, Sammy, you your say, stream's offline. We if. Oh really? If you kick him out, yeah. would you say you got your jollies off? That's a terrible joke. Yes, I know. Oh, I totally you're nasty. In for the I totally, wow. I totally, I totally Amy Schumer that one. Metal for Life actually was watching the debate on our stream. I am touched. I didn't even send it to her. I was thinking about. I was like, you know what? I'll just send it her way, and like, you know, be nice thing <laughs> she watches the debate with us. And I was gonna be here with commentary, but that didn't end up happening. But she, she's staying for the good stuff. I see. You're staying for the locker room dancer. <laughs> Metal for Life. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it's it's still on it's still online, Apex. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but bro, I, I clicked on your notification and it started it from the beginning, and there was no comments in the chat. Oh, oh, really? I, I, um, well, anyway, I. So it's interesting that you guys bring up the the story about liberal girls going from going to uh, conservative because I have an opposite story actually. Mm. Uh, when I when I was in high school, I uh, I didn't go out with her, but there was this there was this girl who uh, really liked me, and so and she grew up like in a conservative family, and so she was kind of like a default conservative. 
to the point where like she and she and myself and a couple buddies actually like put up Mitt Romney posters <laughs> across the school in in 2012 just to just to fuck with the uh, Obama kid, kids at the time. But um, anyway, so she wound up going to CU Boulder in, um, in Colorado, which for those who don't know, CU Boulder is notorious for being like a party school and just for proud being a right pit of uh, stand back and stand by. And for but some reason, what, I don't know what happened what, to her, but do something about she decided to major in, like, in dance, basically, her freshman year. I did. So she went really? to Minnesota. Yeah, what do you want to call him? Go ahead, and tell me. She she wound proud up boys. Like, okay, proud boys, stand down and stand out back. But we have to worry about Antifa. You say proud boys, stand down and stand back. He did a general command. Stripper. The general. And, I um, control the Proud Boys, Donald. 2016, <laughs> Do not stand down. Do not. Uh, she went from, she went from being like nice and civil to me to like, to you know, to now I'm a you know I'm a Nazi and I'm you know, I'm lucky I didn't sleep with you because you probably would have raped me or something like what? that. I mean, I, just. Well, okay. Now nah, wait a minute. 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 Sam. 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 Time out, time out. I knew you had blades in that fucking chair. <laughs> and I knew you had caltrops and flamethrowers. But you got rape machines in that motherfucker too? He's probably well, got yeah, rubbers too. Not, not to be fucking rude, but like how how would that happen? He's got you have like a dildo attached he's to got, the wheelchair and you put like He's got pelvic chair. thrusters in his wheelchair that he flicks a switch and it's like no, it's got Bro, fucking. I fucking knew it. Listen, I knew that fucking chair was high tech, but holy <laughs> shit, Sam! It's got pistons. I mean, I'm sure you know, like if you had a gun or something, and said like, "Hey, you know, you're gonna do this, or I'm gonna," yeah, I guess that could happen. But I mean, well, well, I mean, bro, blades and flamethrowers. So I mean, Sammy's a, a less of a, you know, projectile type. He likes uh, he likes the visceral. Blades and fire. Dude, here's a you video. Know, Roman, Roman style. <laughs> uh, not to sidetrack, but real quick, I posted in the chat that a video of Gavin and Ryan watching the debate right when a Proud Boy shout out happened. And Gavin's like, what? And Ryan's like, yeah, I, our general just gave us a command. <laughs> and Gavin's like, no, I'm the general, Donald. <laughs> it's funny. Fucking proud boys yeah. still yeah, living but... large in 2020, even after getting jailed. But um, back to your chair, Sam, uh, or should I say your rape machine? Um, <laughs> 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 rape, your 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 <laughs> rape rape. <laughs> oh, best podcast moment ever. Your 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 rate your um toxic masculinity on wheels. What was that? Chad chair. Right. The Chad chair. Same as Chad chair. I mean, it looks oh. like honestly, what did she think you were gonna do? Like literally, like 
<laughs> like attached like a fucking like yeah like a, a secret motor you know like those bikes that have like electric motors in them like where you can pedal them but then you can like engage yeah, yeah. The electric like she probably thinks she had one of those and like you're at night and you're like the creek creek creak of the wheels and it oh my god did you say iron man suit like, Good I job. understand how you could imagine that would work out. Like, <laughs> now, listen. Now, wait a minute. What you guys, what, what you guys have to understand is Sammy is secretly sponsored by Tony fucking Stark, and he's got um, and Elon Musk actually. So he's got some some sort of neutron fucking batteries in that in that shit. So he, there's no charging necessary. It's like it's it's free energy that like Sam's keeping from us. Toxic for his rape machine. <laughs> Did you say it's charged by it's charged by toxic masculinity? It's charged by raping. It's charged by charged, toxic, charged, toxic, yeah. toxic masculinity. Yeah, it's fueled yeah, by like, toxic masculinity. And but, it, like, but hey, but Sammy in. though, did you did you turn that pink haired chick down or what? That's so, what I think well, happened. Well, no. So so what happened was <laughs> was what when I was in Colorado, she was she was conservative still and then i left colorado to move here to florida she went to college and then like we hadn't talked in i don't know like four or five we hadn't talked in like two or three years you at blew that, her off at that point you and blew then her off. i i mean every time sammy blows off a girl dude, calls her the b word or the are, c word he gains more this- power Here's how this yeah, happened, talks, right? Talks, Here, talks here's how this thing happened, all right? Exactly, Dex. She, she realized, look, you you went you went total gangster, Sam, right? You went and was like, look, fuck this. I'm leaving. I'm going to Florida. Fuck this shit. And then, so she got left by a dude in a wheelchair, and she got depressed and then probably eventually became a lesbian because you fucking alphaed her into shame and then she ended up becoming a lesbian. Uh, that's that's how it happened. Oh my god, you're you know, I haven't I haven't thought about it that way in all these years, but you're you're absolutely right. So hot takes <laughs> are not so hot Look. on the show, are they? Yeah. <laughs> they you just come no, wait, wait, wait. right. Dude. Sammy, did you have the rape upgrade in your chair oh, when you were with this girl? Not, not, not at, not at that time. So. Oh, it's see, like, well like... then, so she loved you for you, man. So it wasn't even, it wasn't even the the no, piston no, 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 guided no. thrust. He charged the her. Was not installed. <laughs> what was that? The pussy magnet was not installed yet. <laughs> like some women are so ugly that they turn into lesbians just like out of just last hope they can't get laid like the last hope for anything like like look at mega rapino right like like we didn't i didn't hear about her being a lesbian until like this last like world cup dude i didn't basically i just looked at her like likely yeah that's Ditto. that's what i'm saying likely what happened was somebody looked at her hey does anybody want to fuck me <laughs> yeah no. they'll pass and then it's like well, <laughs> well and then the, it's like well that's it i'm just gonna become a lesbian well the thing well right. the thing it is is this chick was hot when she was Dude, she a, could be when she 
when she was conservative, but then but you she were went... so look, she wasn't hot enough for your alphaness. So what had happened was you were just like, fuck it. Like, yep, yep, you're not you're not woman enough to handle this. No right? handle. And then you went so you went yeah. to Florida. Yeah, you didn't catch it? Okay, anyway. No, anyway. I no no, I, I got it. I got yeah. the handle. So you went you went to Florida and left her high and dry. Yeah, she was probably seeing you with all those like ex porn stars and stuff. And you know what shakes? <laughs> you know, yeah. Like you're 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 out there pipping it up in Florida and then she's like left there to her lonesome with a bunch of other weirdo haired <laughs> women and that's it. Dude. Like, yeah. Look at this. Love the one you're with, right? These are two and, soccer players. This is Rapina and this is some other like one that's like yeah, like there's a there's a gap here. You want to talk about gaps? Gaps. The one okay, Rapina she, Alex Morgan's cute. Are we talking about thigh gaps or well Alex Morgan's cute. Megan yeah, I Rapino, thought it was I Alex what. Morgan. I, I've heard of her but well, I've seen her before if you know what I mean. Um but look, <laughs> Megan Rapino I don't, but I'm still laughing. <laughs> if she fixed the hair, grew it out a bit. I mean look, we are attracted to feminine traits. It is a fact. I don't care if people say we're more Boom. attracted to them. If Science. you fix it up she could have some, you know, they like look. The, the the contrast wouldn't be so sharp. The yeah, uh, Megan here is it Megan or Morgan? What'd you say it was? Morgan's the hot one. Morgan. Alex Morgan. Morgan's the hot look, one. you're not gonna beat it, but you can come a close second. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe the personality could make up for it. I don't know. But I was just gonna say that actually, like if you wanna if you wanna employ like some. You know, boyish. I don't want to say boyish because that sounds gay, but like less than feminine features outwardly. You better make up for it by your interactions with people. Like, well, like you this. know what I mean? Like, you can express yourself outwardly. Like, okay, uh, to, well, the... a, a small example. Hold on, a small example is like I have always worn like super death metal T-shirts. Uh, that are that on the surface look super like satanic and anti-christian and just anti all the things that i actually believe in but it's like it's it, it's a hard uh, i don't know that's a hard line to cross i guess because some of these dykes that look like dykes aren't actually dykes they just want to pretend they are like Why would i grew up want wanting to pre i don't know I, I grew up cool. wanting to pretend it's a counterculture thing, I guess. Like I, I grew up wanting not to be getting laid. Like get yeah. out of here. I that's well, like, I don't know. You like, know nobody, who knows? They nobody wants laid. to fuck me, so I think I'm gonna fuck chicks. That's what it is. I mean, I, I mean, don't look, know their motivations though. Like this picture you know? of her right here. It's that's all like, I'm saying. The hair ain't bad. I mean, it needs to be grown out. But like this fucking like hoodie with these like bracelet things that look like kind of duty. It's like, what are you doing? Like. I mean, that just, it's like, I don't get why, like, let's wind the clocks I, back 50 years, okay? No, let's not even do 50, let's I, do, like, 30 or 40. You didn't see this Not, shit. dude, not even 15, 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, the lesbians then were better than the lesbians now. I don't know, man, like, they, they've always kind of looked, you know. I know, I'm just being trolly. Facetious, yeah. Facetious. I, I mean, well, here's the thing, I too. think, though. Everyone's Go a ahead, man. Everyone's a lesbian or bisexual nowadays, like at least women. Like I well, see that I, constantly. 
but that's the thing though man is i think i think that's part of it i, I well I, I think part of that uh like what we were just discussing and what you just said is that like the ideal people's are so high strung now and i think this goes back to things i i believe we've talked about on this podcast and i know we talked about on sammy's podcast that the generation both mine and the one growing up now uh have all been told by their parents that you're perfect in some degree no matter what you think no matter what you are no matter what you do you're right and the world needs to adapt to you in some form or fashion so those kids are now grown up and some of us like me uh have taken an, an, an inordinate amount of time to break the fuck out of that compared to 50 years ago let's say um but those that haven't like these uh quote-unquote lesbians they're living in they're they're living in an ideology it's a fantasy land because they, they think they're living on principle because what they believe is right no matter how misguided uh no matter how following a trend it may be they they're follow they're they're following their emotions that's really what it boils down to and a lot of them will either commit suicide or they'll come out of it uh either too late or uh just in time maybe or early who the fuck knows but you know the the soccer player who is a famous for her soccer and feels you know a, a sense of i mean she's around my age um i think anyway well, um she feels a sense of like self-importance and what she does and stands for is going to help people you know so it's a it's a simple fact that people won't be special that's it right everyone feels special because they were told they were their whole fucking life right now that again my generation uh and oh man i just thought of limp biscuit i'm sorry um totally threw me off uh, and, and um to circle this back to some other stuff um you see this mm -hmm. picture right here anybody on the stream this is a fabulous gay man conservative with a hat that says lesbians aren't real just remember that conservatives <laughs> canceled this. Fuck establishment conservatives. You canceled that. That is amazing. Yeah. That is glorious. That was a saying that when he originally was saying it, I was taken aback by it. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> Fast forward, not too much, you know, just a few seconds in the video. And, I'm and like, you're like, hmm. hmm, that makes sense. <laughs> Have some life experience. Hmm, that makes sense. They aren't real. Um, mm, they I think aren't. they might be. I think I, a few. I are. mean, I th a few are. Yeah. I think they might be, but I think you know, it's just like it, it's just like so much of what's happening. Transgenders. I actually do believe that there are people that are born and grow up, and 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 minus any external um, input, that they would grow up feeling that they were wrong in the sense that, the, I mean, I don't think that that's not real. Well, like, if you have I really a mental illness, it is it's very possible. real. Yes. Absolutely. Because again, right. Because schizophrenia, people that think that they're multiple people, uh, multiple personalities, you know, things like that. I believe those things are, are absolutely real. Um, so to, to take away, to, to, to totally discredit like gay people, 
uh, of both genders or bisexual people of both. I mean, now the bisexuals are just fucking confused. Um, and most of the most of the gay people on both sides of the spectrum are just fucking confused. But that's where culture plays the part oh, nowadays. You're the bisexuals, you know, a fucking hole's a fucking hole, man. You're a seen prison. <laughs> You said that to me <laughs> for so many years. Uh, <laughs> a hole is a hole. Yeah, no, yeah. there's some different holes out there. Yeah, traps traps aren't gay, right? Yeah. No, no, they, might, they just might not care about whether the asshole's on a girl or a guy. You, know? you want to see a horrifying picture? This well, is oh, the... I won't fuck an asshole, but... You won't bang a girl up the ass? Would you bang this? No. I mean, if she, if she, I mean, honestly, if what? she, if she really wanted me to, I would, but I have not met a girl she... that, that has wanted me to look at this. Like, what are we doing? What's going on? Like, say what you will about plastic surgery, but those Hollywood fucking plastic surgeons do a damn good job. That. What are we looking at? Where are you looking at this at? Chad chat. It's also on the stream. What in the mm-hmm. uh, God's name? Oh my what? God. What that that looks that looks like fucking Vox Daddy Teddy Spaghetti. It looks like oh sweet mother of God. It, it, actually, I should be careful. I see what it looks like. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! Like what is going on here? When like we whoa, what's this? Los Angeles police arrest two men, seek another, and attack against three transgender women. You know how that's like a talking point amongst the left now? It's like violence against trannies or specifically black trannies. Why? Like, why is yeah, that? Who thing? cares that much? Who cares that much? Well, here's the other thing I've seen too. It's like I've seen people brag that like, oh, you know, I, I believe I'm a woman, so I'm going to not tell a man that I'm going to have sex with that I have a penis. And I knew I actually knew a blind guy. You know, he was bamboozled in this fashion. And, you know, especially when you do that against someone who has a disability that would prevent them from, you know, seeing otherwise and basically put them in that situation. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked up. But, you know, you should generally tell someone that, hey, you know, no matter what your politics are, hey, you know, I don't, I'm not like, like, (laughs) this is fucking cliche, but, you know, you're not like the other girls because I'm a penis. (laughs) Well, it's the simple fact of, like, any relationship is you have expectations going into it. Oh, I expect her to be nice. I expect her to be loyal. I expect uh, him to pay for the first date. I expect him to have a penis and for her to have a vagina. Would you don't have I expect those... him to be able to do the helicopter on command. <laughs> yeah, like, I saw there was like a fucking comment or something on like Reddit or a Facebook post or something. And there was some like trans person who um, they didn't, they told their boyfriend, like they, they've been dating this guy and they really like him, but you know, they want to have sex. And so now he's like saying, Oh, I'm Christian. So I, I want to have sex till marriage. Like if I end up like, see if I was in that situation, I would be fucking livid. <laughs> if you end up like, if it was like a really, you know, passable, you know, like, you know, tranny guy. And you end up like marrying them because you think they're religious, but they just didn't want to tell you they had the penis. Like, oh, no. dude, no. <laughs> I would, no, you know what? I would end up a fucking murder suicide story in that scenario. <laughs> if I was, if I got tricked that far, I would, no, 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 no. No, no, I would, no. See, I, would... I, I, oh, by the way, Shovel Point deleted a con, or his messages retracted. He was asking, though, if that was a she, and I, to be honest, don't know. We may never know. 
Um, no, here's the problem I have with what you're saying. You're saying murder-suicide. Everybody always tends to say, like, oh, if a chick did this can I get to me... A, can I get a wrench, actually, in the chat before we continue? A what? Can I get a wrench in the chat? Sorry. A wrench? Before you continue. What, what yeah. is this? Like, are we going to get lemons uh, next? Well, you gave Donnie one. I'm a regular. A lemon? Oh, I don't... oh you mean what? the mod huh? status. Yeah, a yeah, uh, wrench. Yeah. Oh. How do I do that? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> go, go and... I should go be able to click on my name. Uh, also, also, uh, can we get... Well... I don't know if we. I don't know if we want Joy to get a Discord oh, cord invite in here. Yo, did you see one thing about Discord? They um they have a new cool new feature, but it's cocked. It's called communities, where you can make your server in a community. Um, where you can basically um, it will be publicly visible and discoverable. But the problem I quickly noticed was when I went to do that to our server. I had to stop because it said it would scan your server and get rid of any uh, not safe for work content unless it was in a not safe for work like channel. So I don't like that because Discord's gonna then like get rid of cool stuff. Yeah, that's not gonna yeah, happen. Get rid of all the good stuff, right? Yeah, and if Jolly comes into Versa, he might. Well, I don't he know. DZ still up. stands, so. DZ still stands, so. D yeah, yeah, D DZ lasted longer than the Whitfield Report's first uh, Discord. That's so. true, but that's because you went meddling in, in nefarious places, that, that, that devious Gavin McGinnis Discord. You oh, know. Uncle Gavin's Shame on you. Uh, Discord's lit while it lasted. Um, but what I was saying, though, was like, there's the whole idea of, like, <laughs> when there's something that's bad, and you're like, oh, I'm going to, like, if, if she does this to me, I'm going to kill myself, or, if, like, you know, if, if, um, I don't know, if like, like the th thing with the tranny, like, oh my god, stop wasting your life. Like, we, we're sane people, we're cool people. If we commit suicide, then that means all the crazy people are going to be the only ones left. Well, yeah, and then it makes it look bad too. And they're like, oh, you know, violence against transgender people. Like, and that, that's the thing too, like, you shouldn't go and kill anyone. But you should also be forthcoming about your lack or inclusion of a penis. Inclusion. Well, well, do, well. Does anyone re, does anyone actually remember the uh, the episode of Family Guy? And this was years and years and years ago, before the tranny thing was a was even like a big deal. Before Bruce Jenner, when when they. When they did the the tranny thing, did anyone see this episode? The yeah. one where uh, who was uh, like Brian, King, like uh, who was uh, Quagmire's like dad? Yeah, yeah. So ba yeah. So basically, like Quagmire's Quagmire, who was one of the main characters, his his dad becomes a woman and transitions, and then Brian, the the dog, the anthropomorphic dog. Has no idea that um, has no idea that she's related to Quagmire or is a, is a tranny. So he uh, he bangs her slash he and then finds out after the fact. And when he finds out, he literally projectile vomits for like two minutes on screen, and it, it's one of the funniest. Clips ever, 
And, uh, you know, for, for years, no one had a problem with it because, like, that was the point of the episode. Well, now, I guess, I guess someone, some activist group actually, like, managed to get that episode pulled or something because it's seen as transphobic now. Okay, well, like, let's be real. Like, honestly, if that happened to you, like, you know, a near straight person, that'd probably be one of the nicer reactions. And the other thing, too, is, like, unless you are, like, blind, you'd probably notice, you know, because I've seen, like, I've been unfortunate, I've seen pictures of, you know, whatever they want to call the, the front hole, the not vagina vagina. You know, that it's pretty easy to understand that this isn't, you know... It's kind of a hack job, is what you're saying. Yeah, and then, like, especially if you did any sort of mouth stuff, oh, you can go and tell pretty quickly that, you know, that doesn't taste like... Like, unless you're a virgin or something, that, that that's not a vagina tastes like. Because you're basically yeah. an open wound at that point. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, let me, let me lick your open wound, bro. <laughs> In other news, Florida man seen firing gun through own windshield while driving. Isn't that more interesting than um? Oh, there's dash cam footage. Yeah, let's talk about this. This is way more interesting than um, uh, broken up, nasty, fleshy pussy holes. Well, here's the thing too. Like, what was he firing? Was it like a pistol? Or I mean, even no matter what he's firing, if it's gonna be in his car and his windows aren't down, oh, that, it's a pistol. That even then, that's still gonna suck because there, you know, it's the length of the barrel's not that long. No. You know, like you're gonna have a hard time, like unless it's a fucking twenty-two, and even then, it's still pretty loud because it's an enclosed space. Like if you shot in outdoor ranges, it's not that bad. Like especially if it's like smaller, you know, certain things I could like I've shot without hearing protection at like my friend's backyard before, and you know it it's unpleasant, but it's not the worst thing in the world. But like I went into like a fucking indoor range before, even with hearing protection, that shit's loud. You know, if you're and that. And that's louder, and those are like larger than generally the inside of a car. Dude, do you no want to hear his reason as to why he did this? Is it like Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah, probably have a few of those in Florida. He said the man Dude, said, what the fuck? The man said he opened okay. fire because the other driver flashed a gun at him first. Oh God, was is that true? I don't I know. Mean, did you see Shovel Point's comment? He said the front hole, a.k.a. axe wound. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's more like a hatchet job. Like, um, honestly, like, that's a really tough thing to deal with. Cause, Sammy, we can't hear you, buddy. Um, oh, is he trying to speak? Uh, yeah, it looks like it. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. sorry. Yeah, no, um... If you, if you have that front hole, like, you have to go and dilate that shit every day, too, and apparently it's not... Dilate? It have, yeah. Oh, you know, God. What do you mean yeah. by dilate? Like a pupil? Yeah, exactly what it sounds like. How, you have how, to spread the fucking thing out. Why? How, to, like, a, like, you have to... Put like a fucking like those Don't things that the people use to gauge their ears. You know the things people use to gauge their ears. Imagine it for a fake vagina made out of a penis turned inside out. <laughs> I guess I'm speechless. 
Why do people become trans then? Like, it sounds like so much work. I mean, mental that's commitment. Ill mental illness. Yeah, that's why most but it's of them like, kill themselves. Dude, even that level of commitment, like, not everybody, like, can, like, even with a mental illness, like, go through that. I mean, Jesus. That is. God. Well, well, bro, it's facilitated people. Well, you're, you're, again, you're perfect. No matter what, everything you think is great, and the world is the problem. Well, uh, you're amazing. Uh, you know what I mean? I all think that, another all that problem shit. too in relation to that is um, the fact that we have we live in this world where people think everything's nuanced. Nobody can be wrong. You know, it's just a different opinion. No, 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 no. There are plenty of things that you know, are debatable, but there are plenty of things that are fucking cut and dry. It's like, I, I just hate this. This the, the left loves to throw out objectivity because you can't win at it. You know, if they can't win at it, get rid of it. Change the rules. Joel in my chat asks, can we stop talking about science pussies? I just ate spaghetti and I don't want one. <laughs> and, and I and I and, and I don't want the uh -ohs. and and I don't want I don't want the nightmares again. Oh, we give you guys plenty of nightmares here at one AM. I mean we're gonna have to close well, out soon. Well, but... I mean Jolly Jolly I, I I'm surprised because I, I can't even imagine what fucked up shit you dream, dream, dream about. I thought this would be tame. Well, I love how he says it's a dream, not a nightmare. Important note there. Right. Where the fuck... Okay, when Proud Boys was trending, NBC had a funny article headline about the Proud Boys. Let me find it. Like, it was kind of in relation to something I already mentioned, but just the seeing in the headline was a glorious... Um. Oh, here it is. Proud Boys say they are quote standing down and standing by quote after Trump's debate call out. <laughs> Fuck yes. I, the Proud Boys are just the most <laughs> lied about group ever. I mean, I feel sorry for these guys. I don't know. Conservatives are pretty well lied about at this point, especially the modern conservative. Yeah, but the thing is, the difference is like conservatives like across the board will know like the lie spewed about them as a giant group but there are so many conservatives that condemn the proud boys that um believe the lies about them that aren't willing to stick up for them quote-unquote conservatives that's what i should say um it's like god it's like it's one thing when like one side's against you but when you have people on your supposedly your own side against you it's like that's another level also, did anybody see what happened to Brad Parscale? Nobody saw that? No. Nobody saw what happened to President Trump's ex-campaign manager and current data operations dude. Oh, dude, yeah, I did see that. Oh, him. Yeah. He is, man, I'm a, I have a theory, and I see right here in this Daily Mail article headline confirming my theory, but... Basically, he got really drunk, was going a bit nuts, threatened to shoot himself and kill himself, and apparently hurt his wife days or weeks before. And he's taller than fucking Trump. This dude's a monster. Um, yeah, he's a beast. He's a fucking beast, is right. And 
he was losing his mind. He he loaded a gun, went into his office, and like shut the door. His wife heard a bang and didn't know if it was a gun or something else. Freaked out, rightfully so. Called the cops. Thankfully, one of them was a good, close friend of his. Called him, talked him out of it, got him outside. They tried to get him on the ground. He wouldn't listen, so the cops came in and fucking like tackled his ass. I think the biggest you know takeaway here is not what happened to Brad Parscale necessarily. It's two things. Number one is that it didn't take even 24 hours for this body cam footage to come out of Brad Parscale. But George Floyd's body cam footage took, what, freaking mm-hmm. half a decade to come out? <laughs> yeah. Six fucking years? Yeah. And, and it's because, no, I'm right there with you. Well, and it was Go ahead. Because Keith Antifa Ellerson was holding it. We know he was. Um, there's been reports about that. He was holding it back because it shows that George Floyd probably died of a drug overdose. Um, but the bigger story here is that why is Parscale freaking out? And how the fuck did the ex-campaign manager and like guy that's been it's in a higher position in the one in the top tier presidential campaign re-election campaign is on now on the ground with cops like he's shirtless and holding a beer and cops have him on the ground. Did you did you see the whole like four minute video? I didn't see the whole thing yet. I saw a bit of it because oh, I've been busy, dude. Yeah, I got the whole four minute video retweeted on my thing, and the the one the first one that I saw was thanks to Donnie. She retweeted it, and it was just when the cops went to the house and he walked up and he's like, mm. "I'm not doing anything. I'm not suicidal, whatever." But there's like two minutes before that where they walk up to the wife, and uh. Now, to be fair, um, she's blonde, wearing a bathing suit, and her nipples are poking way the fuck out. She's really close to that. She's really close to that body cam, so it's hard to pay attention. And oh, and in the background, with this nipped, <laughs> this hard nipped fucking blonde, uh, right in front of the camera. There, I swear to fucking God, there is a an African American woman wearing a police officer's uniform that is fucking. She's got to be. Four and a half. She's got to be four foot eight. I don't know. She's standing between two dudes at one point, and she looks like a midget, a literal midget. <laughs> so I was very distracted as to what the woman was saying. So I had to rewind it two or three times because tits distracted me. Then the, the the midget lady distracted me. Like, what the fuck is that? What is that officer going to do? Anyway, back up, back up. Uh, rewind. What, what is she saying? She claims, she claims that he came to the window and she thought she heard a gunshot so the police walk straight from her down the street to the dude's house where he's sitting on the porch and he walks up with a beer in his hands up and he's like i'm not i'm not suicidal i'm not trying to do i'm not doing anything and he's like he's straight i mean he's clearly drunk he tries to explain i mean i'm sure you've heard this part where he's like I was trying to, I tried to explain to her, and then they the cops an fucking, argument, like, yeah. four cops fucking come out of the fucking house, and, uh, like, one of the dudes just spears him. He's just standing there. The He already put his beer on the back of his fucking truck, yeah, and he's just standing there. They, yeah, they just fucking lift his legs up and fucking put him to the ground. Uh, well, I mean, I, it looks like a really, really shitty wife situation. Uh, no, I actually disagree. I I mean there could I mean, be issues with her. I mean it's what it looked like. Well, there could be issues with her. What I think is really happening cuz like this is a pretty extreme thing like that's happening. I think 
And I heard, look, there's been pictures going around about him when he was on the campaign. He was taking pictures with, like, exotic cars like Lamborghinis and Ferraris and, like, living high off the hog. And I'm like, this is very excessive. There's a little bit wrong here. And after seeing this, getting super drunk like this and getting into arguments with the wife and the gun all that and suicidal stuff... It all sounded like money trouble to me. The arguments with the wife, the suicide stuff, and sure enough, with all these claims, and he got booted as campaign manager, but there were a lot of people speculating that he was shifting money around, and I was hearing that he supposedly like shifted like $39 million out of the campaign to one of his companies. And here's a Daily Mail reporting saying hospitalized Brad Parscale is under investigation for stealing up to $40 million from Trump's campaign. And that's what I thought. I thought he's probably freaking out because the walls are caving in. He's in a corner. He's fucked. And he's like freaking out. That's what I think. Do you think – I mean that's a fair – that's actually a a fair point and a good observation. But do you think though that she would be in on that? Or do you think that she's okay? I mean, really, what I'm trying to get at is, do you think she's just trying to use? She's trying to throw him under the bus for something she both they both know about, instead of, um, you know, uh, I guess I don't know. I, I mean, the I know point, what you I guess, mean. Really like, did she was, know? Was you know she what I was getting at? And is she just now trying to get out of it? Is she just trying to throw him under the bus? That's kind of what it felt like to me, um, knowing the little bit that I know about the whole. Because I don't really know much about the dude. I didn't. I mean, I watched that video twice before I knew even who he was. Uh, you know, like made the connection. I just thought he was just. It was just body cam of some random fucking white dude and his <laughs> wife with fucking uh, you know titties poking out. And some random fucking midget cop in the background. It was very confusing to me at first, but yeah, that's that's my question. It looked like a bad porno to Apex, basically. <laughs> shut your mouth! Do you shut your dirty mouth, Sammy? Yeah, there's tits, uh, uh, there's <laughs> handcuffs, there's um, brutality. There's short black women. <laughs> there's um pushing and shoving. There's and... tall tall white men. I guess oh, I don't God, know. <laughs> Um, but hey, well, I I think though it is um, it's possible she knew. I mean, I tend to think. Look, if he is, in, in many ways, I well, I actually I kind of think she she either knew or she was at least suspicious because if he's coming back with these expensive cars and he's probably giving her expensive shit. She's probably wondering, okay, where's this money coming from? I know you have a good job and all that, but, like, this is a lot of money. I, or maybe he was just stashing money and didn't buy a lot of big stuff. I don't know. It is it is very possible she knows. Um, but I, I don't know. Because like the, if they're arguing, they could be arguing about, hey, we need to stop this. Hey, you know, maybe he's arguing about how the walls are caving in on him. I I don't know. I I just I do know. I think for almost certain that Heath is freaking out right now because he knows he's in trouble and he doesn't see a way out and he knows he's fucked. Perhaps, yeah. I'm gonna find that tweet of mine and I'm gonna post it in the Chad chat because the 
when I rewatch, I can't remember it verbatim, but it definitely 100% seemed like she was more shady than him. And I mean, admittedly, he was drunk, but like when you watch the first part connected with the second part, like detached the second part, you could make all kinds of speculation, like all kinds of speculation. Um, but she, the way she described it just doesn't, I don't know, man, it doesn't sit well with me the way, again, when I was able to actually focus on what was she was saying and like the context of it all. I'm like, I don't, it seems like, I don't I know, man. I just, I get that. I think there's a loss maybe, going on because this maybe why would he steal but that so also, much money other than just greed? I think there's a debt aspect and the, given the suicidal thoughts, somebody was saying that like he had PTSD, but like he's never served. Sure, sure, but but I guess my point though is like I I don't know how long they've been married, but if they've been married him, especially since he's been was campaign manager or before that i would assume before that um she has to be privy to the things he's been party to and so now when things start to go south is when she's like oh okay i could i'm still an attractive 30 something year old fucking woman i'm gonna throw this fucking lunatic under the bus who's losing his mind right now because things are kind of going crazy um and you know, I'll take everything that he has left. Uh, assumedly, I mean that's that's me filling in some blanks there. But, but what about the that's cuts just what and if, bruises what if, on her? I didn't see any in the video that I saw. Well, apparently they're pretty visible and they're on her face. No, no, I didn't see it, dude. She was fucking. Go- I I had literally re- had to fucking rewatch the video like three or four times because like I'd make it halfway. Th- halfway through or like a quarter of the way through and I'm like fucking why are those why are those nipples so hard does she have nipple piercings and then I'd, I'd like rewind it and I'd be like no there's no piercings under there and I'd rewind it again and I'd like try to rewatch it and like wait a minute that fucking that black lady in the background is like four feet tall wait 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 back it up back it up so it yeah I, I legit large... had to watch it like six times it says there was large that? contusions on both of her arms, her cheeks, and forehead. Okay. Well, I didn't see any in the video, and uh, admittedly, I was very distracted, as I've, made, as I've tried to make clear. Um, but, that, I mean, that's that's obviously not good either. But, w- again, when you watch it in full context from the time the body cam starts to the time they, you know, get over there and he comes over and they fucking tackle him for... I don't know what... I don't know why... They all came running up and tackled him. What they found, I thought maybe they found like a fucking dead body when well, I first watched the thing. he wasn't complying with their commands, and since he was suicidal, and they don't know what the fuck was going through his head, he was he wasn't, drunk. You know, that's I didn't see any non. I didn't see any non-compliance though. You know, he wasn't. I saw no. their commands. You know, where's Black Lives Matter flipping out about this? I know, yeah. right. Hey, I have a question though. How did we get from all this? Ra- How did we get from the debates to all this random stuff? <laughs> I don't know. It's just because we talked of... about the debates, Sammy. Yeah, the debates. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah we. <laughs> well, I mean, the the former campaign manager of uh, Donald Trump is sort of. I mean, it's at least tangentially relevant to kind of a big yeah, deal. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. 
I mean, so I here's a question. So uh, predictions for the next debate, which I believe is uh, between two weeks. Between oh, the VP one. It's a two week one. Yeah, it's two weeks from now, right? Yeah, two and maybe. I. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks, and I think it's between Harris and Pence. Yes. Right. I think it's on October seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that that one will be as entertaining, but it might be. Maybe Pence has learned some some troll tricks from uh, from the old Don. Dude, the Silver Fox was killer last time. He knows. His oh yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, I think it's bedtime. I need to make some music. Well, we're gonna close out the stream. We've gone all yeah, over let's do that. the place, <laughs> which is nice. I like it. It's fun. Hell yeah! But we I mean, are. We even, we even brought really in late. the fake Mr. Medica video. <laughs> we did. We talked about Parscale yeah. tackle. We talked about uh, hatchet <laughs> jumps. We talked about rape machines. <laughs> I will always, though, I will always now think of your wheelchair as a rape machine. <laughs> You should play the song. That, that, Listen, I have, I have spent. I'm not even joking, you guys. I have spent close to two years looking at the, at Sammy as a modern Roman death machine. But I will not look at it as anything else but a Roman death rape machine from here forward. Yeah, like rape slash rape death machine. Rape first. <laughs> rape first. For sure. <laughs> Comes for the parties. Oh God, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> to it. Oh my god. Uh, I think you guys can fill in the blank. But anyway, I'm yeah, just fill in that around. one. Just fucking our hydraulic wheel chariot. Yes. Shovel have, gets have, it. Have I have I even shown you guys picture of, of pictures of what it looks like? Let's no, we need to keep that like a mystery. I know what it I know what it looks like. That's why I know. That's why I speak so confidently about its fucking capacity to kill. Would you, know? you know what? The only thing I missed was its capacity to rape. Now we should have the. And I can't believe it. What they think that his uh, wheelchair of of uh, female, you know, empower like female uh, male ma or toxic masculinity wheelchair. What that looks like. Yes. At those. A toxic masculinity powered wheelchair. Hear that, people yeah. in chat? Submit it. Like, like get the get us some shit. So put in our Discord links in the description. DM it to us on Twitter. What was that? You keep cutting it out. Like it never. I can never hear you, Alex. You can do the Twitter. Yeah, go on. Uh, we have a link right in the description for Twitter. It's at Versa News Media. Tag us. DM us. Do what you want. Send oh, us your fan art of what you think Sam's wheelchair looks like. There's toxic, or what a toxic masculinity wheelchair would look like in the Whitfield um, occupancy. How's that sound? It would, it would, honestly, it would probably look like a uh, a James Bond vehicle or some or something like that. Well, we will have to let the fans come up with their ideas, and we will decide if they if they Which... come up with a James Bond device with like smoke grenades and harpoons and I don't know like fucking like bulletproof like tires 
and it probably like drives itself too. It's like it's an autonomous one. That can be one angle. You could also go for the Roman chariot route with like spears and you know axes and all kinds of like medieval shit. Like you can get medieval. It's the wheel on. blades, bro. The, the wheel, wheel blades. blades is where it's at. Yeah. Those are for sure. Those for sure exist. I know that for a fact. Sam just like strolls into a room like, Err, I'm going to go medieval on your ass. Err. How do you think he makes it to the front of every fucking line he's ever been in? Dude, that's some privilege right there, Sam. You have privilege, sir. You know, not just because you're white and you're male, but you can just sidestep any line. But excuse me, wheelchair coming through. In- you know what? Uh, don't make me don't make me pull the blades out, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you you know what? That is actually unfortunately a legitimate like thing that SJWs have told me that like I have that my crippled privilege outweighs their you know black female whatever oppression. That's racist. I mean, to be fair, that is racist as fuck, man. I went. I used to have this friend who was in a wheelchair, and we went to Hershey Park once. I never had to stand in the fucking line. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So there are. So there are advantages. Cripple privilege is real. Right. You just you just <laughs> gave you just gave the you just gave the le- the left like so much ammunition to validate that point. Great going, guys. Very cool. <laughs> Sammy, the left is not like a a real entity. It's like I mean, there are people that exist there, and it is an easy nomenclature. But I I have to express caution to all of my friends in this chat and everyone that happens to be listening to not categorize people uh, and to do your best to communicate with them and uh, not just lump them into what you assume they you know their ideals might be based on arbitrary or uh you know minimal substantial arguments because that's has is happening far too often it's why i can't get through to my closest friend in the world it's why i feel like there's such a divide now because it happens on both sides you know Uh, what can bring us together the Cinderella's Coach Wheelchair is. Cover Set by Disguise. Only $35 at Shop Disney. Sam, Merry Christmas. Holy shit. Holy shit. Sam, you got a P.O. Box, right? Gig Harbor, Washington? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send it to, send it to P.O. Box 83182 Gig Harbor, Washington. <laughs> Imagine it goes to like Owen instead. <laughs> what the fuck is this kind of shit, man? Is this the uh, the pedophiles trying to turn me gay? Well, uh, <laughs> speaking of Owen, uh, just uh, real quick, before we end the stream, uh, he lets his children drink out of his little kitty pool for his ducks. And anybody that knows anything about anything knows that that is fucking disgusting. He posted it on a stream of his child dipping his face in his duck's pond, pool. Not even a pond, it's a pool. There's like four gallons of water in this fucking thing. And ducks are disgusting. And the bears, the bears have attacked me because your immune system. Germs are good for you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, That's true. 
Yeah, but, but uh, yeah. letting your letting letting your children drinking drink shitty duck water um, willingly is not the same as letting them drink out of a water hose or accidentally drink drinking lake water anyway, or, or something like that. <laughs> before we yeah. dive down that rabbit hole too much, I'm gonna end this um, so that we have a clear cutting point. But enjoy the conversation as always, guys. We were shooting the show for four and a half hours. So, thank you guys for tuning in. You can like, share, subscribe this channel, Verse News Me, if you want more crazy shit like this, and you want more people to hear crazy <laughs> shit like this, and fight the YouTube algorithms and the censorship. And you can also share with your friends. Bye. Share with your friends. Yes, share with your friends if you have any. I certainly don't. Um, <laughs> share them with. <laughs> Subscribe to the Whitfield Report as well, and uh, check us out on YouTube and DLive and Apple Podcasts as well. Yes, I was just about to plug that, but I think you did a better job because you didn't. You knew I was gonna butcher it again. You're like, no, nope, not gonna let that happen. It's, do your also do yourselves a favor and stay away from the uh, Apex underscore Gamma. Uh, Twitter account because it is cancer. And Instead, you, will, you should die go to of cancer. at Sam underscore N G G W C G W C N G C. Yeah. At Sam W underscore N G C. You had it right. Anyway, we will see you guys later. Um, have fun. Good night, everybody. We'll do another one of these debate streams, and we'll see you later. Wash uh, your hands. Adios, folks. Thanks for uh, tuning in, and God bless.